This is Brightside Home Theater. Home Theater Nerds, welcome to the Brightside Home Theater Podcast, a home theater podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, <laughs> the scenes. <laughs> welcome to this show, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute, who's Jeff? <laughs> like, okay. I'm like a goldfish, it like goes in and out. Like. <laughs> I know. Oh, close enough, it begins with a J. Yeah. That's right. I was like, okay, I guess I'm Jeff. I'll be Jeff. Yep. You're just happy I'm, I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> As we've already established, that is Wagging my case. tail and just, yeah. oh. and just happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually me. Yeah. <laughs> already established. Very established in the green room today. Just talk to me and I'm happy. Don't change yeah. the channel. <laughs> Oh, John, well, this is the main show, so I have to ask you, how you doing this week, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, man. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. Happy to be sitting down talking home theater. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, oh, man. Oh, did you get a chance to listen to my interview with uh, my man, Carl? I did actually listen to it. Um, listen to it the whole thing today while I was at work. Um, hence the voice of reason. <laughs> yes. Yes. Name you see on your screen down there. Yep. Um, cause I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yes, I did. But yes, I did. Uh, oh, the voice of reason. That's hysterical. Yeah. yeah you, uh, you bring me down, John. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. right, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I ground you. Yeah. You ground me. Yeah. Like, like a pop balloon. Yeah, I've been like, trying. <laughs> I'm like the guy that's like holding onto the rope and my feet are dragging tunnels into the dirt because I'm just being dragged. <laughs> but I'm trying. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Try. Knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. Bring me down. Oh, God. What a week. What a week. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Lots of... I, I don't... We just had such a great chat before the show. I, I don't even know what we have in store for the show. I know. <laughs> I, and I, I forgot to, t- oh, I, I even forgot to tell you, um, we'll, we'll put it in right now, but, um, okay. We'll, let's talk to future DJ. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, future DJ, when is all of, when is, when are the timestamps? Hey, future DJ, <laughs> what are the timestamps for today? Check the show notes. All right. He's done. That's it. You heard him. That was much better. You like that? Much <laughs> yeah. better. That was much better than my my little routine, they, my Abbott and Costello routine. From there last you week. go. All right. So that's it. One and done. Future DJ. He will make other appearances. Oh, you know, in in the future, we don't know what he knows what those are, but we yes, don't. I do. But he knows when they are, but when needed, he will show up. So, I'm always here for you, John. Be wary of that because I we have a comment coming up later from from our buddy Mike Love and Thunder. Yes, you do um, about future awesome. DJ, but but yeah. So, uh, oh, all right. I, I am all over the place today. What do we got to get? You know what we haven't even gotten to this week, but we'll, I'll take care of it when we get there. Uh, I never sent you the information on Patreon. 
Oh, um, no, you didn't. Yeah, I told you. All over the place this week. All right. All right, kids. Uh, let's get to our John's favorite part of the show, uh, the promos. Uh, let's see. There it is. If you're on YouTube, you just saw me change. If you just saw me change the screen on YouTube and you see that YouTube logo there that says subscribe, that would be fun. That would be if you're not already subscribed. If you're already subscribed, don't hit that because it might unsubscribe you. So if you're already subscribed, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, and if you're not on YouTube, why? Just go there, <laughs> subscribe, right. subscribe, and it, it, it. We could. We've done this. We've pulled this one off before, John. You, we could double our listenership if you're already there. Just open up a new account. It's free. Open up a new YouTube account and subscribe. It works. <laughs> Gmail will give you six different addresses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can open six accounts on YouTube. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> do you have six different addresses? Uh, I've had three. Oh, I have okay. two now. Um, I yeah, but I I think it's six. Uh, oh, okay. That they give you. Yeah, I just have the two. I have chat and home theater. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, I have this one in the store, but I I had. Um, yeah, for the kids too. At one point, so. and oh, I have the uh, breast cancer ribbon in the way of our of our email address. Uh, ah. Bright. Speaking of email, brightsidehometheater at gmail dot com. You can email us to uh, you know just send a comment, compliment, a critique, or a, a request to actually be on the show. And you can host the show with me on Takeover Tuesday, where the listener takes over. Uh, kind of like Carl. I would say Carl took over, right? A little bit. Yep. Yeah, he took over. Uh, and you can join us on Twitter at BrightsideHT. Join in all the fun conversations that are going on over there. And anything else, links or anything else, you can go to BrightsideHomeTheater.com. And uh, they, we have boxes of popcorn there. You can click on a box of popcorn. You can buy us a $5 box of popcorn, a $10. Or you can buy us the big box or multiple boxes and pick the amount that you'd like. All money goes to charity. Um, all that money uh, helps go to charity. 50% of all money coming in for the show goes to, uh, from the listeners, goes to out to the charity. And uh, John, why don't you talk about your favorite part? That is patreon.com slash the bright side home theater. Yes. Uh, DJ. DJ. Yes. John. John <laughs> loves that one. Uh, <laughs> that's how I got him to come over to the show. No. That's right. <laughs> Uh, yes, patreon.com slash brightside home theater. And, uh, you can give us a dollar or as much as you'd like. And again, all money coming in from our supporters, 50% of it goes back out. And this month we are doing, um, breastcancer.org. Is that what it was? I think so. Um, let me double check the website for me here that I should have had it, but it is do do. Uh, nothing ever goes smoothly for me no when i try to look uh yes breastcancer.org and that's uh so yeah i just wanted to be clear make sure i wasn't getting that wrong but it's breastcancer.org uh you go there and they will i mean like we said last week top right corner there's a red button for donate if you'd like to go there directly and donate directly to them uh that would be great because that's 
kind of what it's about. But uh, if you want to give to us, 50% will go to us and the other 50% goes to the breastcancer.org this month. And uh, again, that charity is about, it's not about uh, research. It's about assistance for families, people with breast cancer, uh, just all the different things. And, um, you know, my wife likes the ones that help. I mean, of course, we have to do research. And if you'd like to donate to that, there's that as well, other places. Right. But this one here is more about the support. So that is this month's support. And that is why we have the uh, breast cancer ribbon this month on the, uh, on, uh, on the web, on YouTube. Sorry. All right. Uh, that would take care of that. Uh, let me go to Patreon. Patron. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Uh, we had no new, no new patrons this week. We have okay. no updated patrons this week. But do you remember who we, who our patron of the was well, last? Say, I no, I don't. Oh, I can, last week? Yeah, last week. I can find out. I, I can, can. I can look real quick. Let me scroll back. It's a week's worth of text from you, so let me scroll back seventy-two pages. There you go. What it was? Yeah, it's no, uh. Hold on. Last week. Was it Matt or David? Was Matt Nelson. Matt Nelson. So this week's patron of the week is Billy Mack. Billy Mack has been a patron. Was a detective but... down in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that come from uh, take the money and run it's uh steve oh. miller oh okay billy mack was the detective down in Texas. oh i didn't oh man i didn't know that and that's probably where he got the name um billy mack patron for five months so there we go nice awesome thank you billy uh and uh yeah so thank you to all of our patrons uh and that's uh, pretty i'm pretty proud of myself for coming up with that on the fly <laughs> you're, <laughs> like that. you're good at that stuff though <laughs> seriously you're really usually good. i think of it like six six hours after the show air the next day i was like man i should have said that <laughs> <clears throat> but <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's like when you get that comeback later you're like oh yeah it's like dang that was good that was good oh, too <laughs> that was a good one i had that um yeah no you're really good with names and stuff like that i'm horrible <laughs> with names uh, as you can tell, um, yeah, <laughs> I totally let's let's get to that first and foremost right off the bat. Uh, John Brock, uh, <laughs> the um, uh, predestination movie that I oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah, botched, I that. and I'm yeah. like, ah, uh, so really screwed that one up. Steve was like, um, what? Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> me, and oh my god, my heart like fell. I was like, that uh -oh. was awesome. And then you start panicking, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Who? I didn't know. And it's, I'm like, hey, you know. And then I talk, talking with Todd yesterday, and he was like, he was doing the same thing. He's talking about like product that he's supposed to be in. Like, I talked about it with, oh, who said what? What? It, right. You just, and again, I was saying earlier in the green room, like our listenership and this, and it's like, yeah. I love talk to a lot of people. So. I'm talking to a lot of, and I love it, but I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but cause we don't, we're not huge, but at the same time, it's like, this is way more people than I've ever talked to in my life. Yeah. <laughs> We've determined that most people change the channel yeah. <laughs> So before right. you get far enough. So into now the I have people that actually want to, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Uh, so but yeah, John's been great. John's actually going to be on the podcast again next week. I'm bringing awesome. him. He was at, um, so he was at Cedia. So he's going to be my takeover Tuesday guest for next, for Tuesday. Okay. Um, uh, 
of course, if, if as long as scheduling permits, uh, as we talked about earlier, some stuff might come up, but, um, but yeah, so he, I, I said, to, I reached out to him and I was like, I am so sorry. I go, it'd be great. I'd love to have you back. We could talk about, you know, predestination. Uh, we can talk about Cedia and stuff like that. And I, I felt bad and he's like, oh, you don't have to feel bad. But I'm like, no, 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 I know. But I, but I figured, cause he would, that was his first time at Cedia too. Uh, he ran into Todd. Todd told me, he's like, yeah, it was his first time there. And so that'll be fun getting a, a perspective from people like ourselves, you know, like a, a normal right. enthusiast just wandering through, you know? Uh, so that'll be fun. So that's coming up on Tuesday. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that chat with him cool. yeah. again. And, uh, and you'll hear me grovel. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, oh, you, I mean, you, you can't help. I know he doesn't feel bad. I know he's, you right. laugh and I would, I'd be like, Oh my God, you know, but I wouldn't even care, but you do yeah, his... the person that does it. You feel bad. You're like, ah. Well, his post on the green room was pretty good too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember which thread it was in, so I can't find it, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Like he, teaching his kids and not to hold yeah. a grudge or something like not that. Not to hold grudges. Yeah. It was something like that. I'm not going to try to remember it. You know me. I can't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> From now on, when I forget stuff, I'll be, I brocked it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so. John's got his own. It, it, the best part will be in real life. Nobody, not even home theater. It'll just be in real life. I'll be like, oh my yeah. God, I totally I brocked, brocked that. And they're like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> like, where are the eggs? Oh, I brocked it. <laughs> Forgot the eggs. <laughs> oh. You'd be a real Brock star out there. You know, you won't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Goldfish. Forget everything. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, all right. You ready to get to, um, I don't know. What do we get to? <laughs> uh, listener. Oh, tweaks. Do you have any tweaks? Oh, tweaks. Uh, no. No tweaks of the week. Okay. Um, I had the, I had the sounder playing. Uh, I have no tweaks. I just an update on my newest tweak that I said, we're doing the whole Lumigen thing. Right. Uh, really smooth that out. Really yeah. nice. Um, uh, an entire week. And I was so scared this morning. I got up and I, I, I put it on every time I put my theater on every time I changed the input, I would check Odyssey. All your settings. Yeah. All my See settings. If anything changed. John, the first time I went a whole entire week, everything stayed rock solid. Yeah, actually mine too. I check every day and <laughs> this whole week nothing changed. Although they, I didn't watch any I didn't turn my Blu-ray player on this week, so Okay. That, you know. Yeah. It was But yeah. <laughs> nope. So that's ex- that's funny that we're that's what we're excited about. Yeah, I went the I whole like, week and none of my settings uh, changed on their no, own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No no bugs, no yeah. gremlins changing it, nothing. Everything stayed. Odyssey was on. Uh all of the, you know, no dynamic volume added, nothing right. added, nothing. It stayed in game mode the entire time. It always did Atmos or Neural X when appropriate awesome. or DTSX, yeah. whatever. Everything worked perfectly. Yeah. And I'm like, nice. I like That's that. Cool. So, hey, for all I know, it, it worked for you too. Maybe there was an update on the Moranson Denon products. Maybe. <laughs> had nothing maybe to do with my update. Had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Who knows? But I'm still happy about it. Yeah. So that's that's all no, I have. That's for, cool though. For the yeah. tweak of the week, 
So that's turning out to be the tweak of the month because it's really working yeah, out know, for me. Yeah. So get on out there and get yourself a Lumigen, John. Um, it's funny you should say that because oh, I'm really? Looking. Well, Are actually, really? yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, I'm actually I am leaning more towards that than the Kaleidoscape right now. Um, I'll tell you I what think, Jim told I think me. That I think that may be my next purchase. Oh, um, I will get more use out of that. Absolutely, than the Kaleidoscape. Well, isn't that what I've always said? Well, we haven't really talked about the Lumigen too much. You oh, know, oh well, you listen, and I, as far as listeners have asked, yeah. yeah. But I think I would, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm actually, um, I did find a used one, but I'm a little sketch on buying just off of the internet from some website Mm -hmm. that I'm not really familiar with, but, um, I found your model for like $4,200. Yeah. Um, that's a fair price. That's about what they're going for. I, yeah. I got so I did slightly less than that, but not much less. But yeah, I did think about that because I did go back, not really a tweak, but I did go back and try to watch that scene again from House of the Dragon and, you know, mess with, you know, some of the um, the light levels and all that stuff. And I couldn't yep. really get it dialed in a whole lot better. Um, and, yeah. you know, again, without some kind of professional calibration coming in. Um, I'm not a calibrator, so I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I, I would have somebody come and put that in for you. Anything. Well, yes, I, I will. I won't install yeah. it myself. Um, yeah. I'll find somebody to come and do it. Because I don't uh, even want to help you with that. Because I don't, I, yeah. I mean, I've I'm ju- I've had mine over a year, and I'm just yeah. getting to the point where I'm starting to tweak a few things. But uh, I will set it up the way you just did yours, where I mm-hmm. use it as my switcher. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, uh, Carl... Uh, he was saying in his podcast that he got, he bought a mad VR. VR. Uh, he has since had the mad VR installed and he's like, wow, it's he loves it. He goes in, uh, to paraphrase, he's like, not even paraphrase, but I don't want to quote him, but he was like, he was surprised at how much of a difference it made on like Apple TV using right. it with HBO Max and Amazon and how much of an upgrade that is. And right. it, because really what it's doing is it's, it's tone mapping everything for you to, to give you the best possible picture, right. uh, regardless of if, if it's HDR, SDR or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it, I'm, it I'm a leaning difference. I am uh, really leaning a lot heavier toward, I was going to talk to you about this actually, before we started, but then we got off on something else. But um, I almost texted you the <laughs> everything other day else too because I, I was I saw that one that was used. I was going to text you about that, but yeah, I think um, that's going to be my purchase before the Kaleidoscape. I have um, I, I have a reservation though. How are they? Have you looked into how they're how they perform with the short throats? I'm not familiar. I, no, at all. I haven't. Okay, yeah, I haven't. I, I would haven't look into done... that first because I'm not familiar at all. For all I, I yeah, I, I got to imagine I don't... they do, but. I don't know I don't why know. it would be specifically different because it is just basically tone mapping, right? Right, uh, right. But I don't know. No, I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't think it, anybody that has one of these projectors are like none of them are talking about using any kind of no. video processing with it. So I don't know. I uh, could find out. Um, let me look. Yeah, I'll, I'll look yeah, into let that me, for yeah. you. I'll look into that. Yeah. And then um, if any any listeners out there get a line on a deal, let me know because yeah, I'm, but, I'm looking. That's what so. Jim told me uh, months. This, I mean, 
think I got my, did I get my Lumagen before I even had Brett on from Kaleidoscape? Um, I don't remember. It's been over, well, like I said, it's been over a year. I, yeah. I know you. I got my Lumagen in like August or I September of last year. you had already year. talked to Brett though. I, I, I don't remember. I but, don't know. Um, but it but was it, before you got the Kaleidoscape. Oh, way before. It, it just yeah. wasn't. But my, but my, I think you had talked to Brett before. But my that. point was, it what he was telling me that get the Lumagen before you get a Kaleidoscape. Yeah. Jim said that, and it was. And like I said, there, the only reason I was mentioning Brett is because that's the only way it would have been like topical. But he was mentioning it right. without. He's like, here's the, the next step. Is this is comes up. I don't even know if I'd mentioned Kaleidoscape to him, but he meant like this is a next product that you should get even before right. a kaleidoscape because this will enhance your entire lineup everything everything right. and that's that's what carl was saying like oh my god apple tv looks even better you know um so that's and like i said he said get the lumagen first and that was probably in like may and then yeah. it wasn't until foundation came out and i was having that issue that i was like oh my god and then i called him and he's like all right yeah let me see. Well, and actually, it was that it was House of the Dragons for you that that sparked it for me, yeah. right? Because like I know I can get more out of this project. And again, I haven't had the projector ISF calibrated even on its own, so it may be better even without yeah. a Lumagen. But it's not going to get right. You know, it's it, I mean, it's not what gonna it get can what the do Lumagen is gets. what yeah. what these things can do is it's it's not just like a a frame tone map. It's like pixel for pixel. It's it, right. Like one of the one of the other things Carl said, he's like, he has a, a JVC uh, N NX seven, not the new NZs, right? He's getting the new NZ eight, but he has an NX seven, and that because of the Mad VR, they actually had to turn the brightness down on his right. projector because it, it creates a, a better contrast for you. So your bright levels are just like you're like, whoa, that's too bright. Plus, you want to bring it down so you can see all the detail in those brighter parts, right? So, like, you get these nice bright clouds up in the sky. You still want to be able to see if there's any kind of, you know, right. variation. See, and the only this. reservation I have with that is because I am not in a dedicated light-controlled room. So, I mm -hmm. do use my projector in the daytime mm -hmm. and at night. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. You could probably have I don't want to have to settings. be. Yeah, I don't necessarily really want to have to. Which I don't have different settings now. Uh, you know, I just run it basically. Yeah, but what know, I would you know. do is I would run the I would. But I'd probably have to have a daytime setting and a. Well, I would run the setting. Lumagen. I would say calibrate the Lumagen for your best right. your best right. possible setting, and then you adjust for daytime from there. Right then you right. take and put it into say quote unquote vivid mode or whatever right. on the projector itself. Because your projector and your Lumagen are going to have two different settings. Because I, I can do the same thing. Like when people come over to watch a football or a hockey game, I put right, it on TV bright. Right. You know, which it the Lumagen's still doing its thing. But now I'm just going to make it brighter because I have all the lights on in the room or something, right? right. So I, I wouldn't worry about that. I, would I mean, more I keep worry my house, my house tech. is dark. Even You know, I mean, it's never yeah. super light because, I mean, I've got curtains. You know, I keep it moderately dark all the time anyways but you know it but there is still daytime light that comes into the house so yeah um yeah but anyway that's uh 
not a tweak yet, but that's what I'm on a tweak of, what a, I'm working. That's thought, what I'm working towards. This has been yeah. thoughts of the week. Yeah. <laughs> deep thoughts with Jack Handy. <laughs> deep thoughts, not so deep pockets. <laughs> right. That's the problem. My thoughts are deeper than my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> aren't they aren't our, aren't, uh, aren't yeah. they all? Aren't they all? Yeah. yeah. Um All right. Now let's get to uh let's get to listener experiences here. All right. See how we did this week. Uh, where is it? There it is. Uh, all right. First up. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is from Jonathan. Jonathan says, okay, I think I just saw the most incredible thing yet on my projector. Last night, after watching the new episode of The Mighty Ducks, I was just flipping around on Disney Plus and clicked on Spidey and his amazing friends. Oh my God, I've never seen colors look like this on my projector. I was mesmerized. I am not really an animation guy, and this is this is a show for little kids, but I could not take my eyes off it. The reds, purples, yellows, blues were just screaming out from the screen. He's like, have you seen this show? And I, uh, I may have to start watching some animated stuff. It looks, if it looks like this stunning, Jonathan. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Their animation can look really good on a big screen with a projector. Pixar type stuff too. looks. Yep. Really. Um, I, I think I replied with, uh, commenting about the, um, the DC stuff that you can get in 4k. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I, I've talked about stuff like that in the past, uh, on, on the podcast, on, on chat and don't sell that 4k animation short because right. it looks fantastic. And I did. And it's like, anybody would, like, I always was like, what do you need 4k animation? Right. Because it's but like yeah. your color in the lines. It's like, that's all right there. What's the difference? But it's that HDR and making things pop, and it gives you that sense of almost like it looks like you're sometimes you're like you're looking at like a diorama, like things are in front of each other, and they actually well, into have the Spider Verse is incredible, is insane, yeah, yeah. that's insane. Uh, but th- I'm talking about these the shorter features. Um, check out HBO Max; they have a lot of they have a lot of their stuff there, and it does look really good. But the the 4K yeah. discs. For try some of these out. Um, some of the better movie Hush is one of my favorite. Which favorites. yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't watched Into the Spider Verse on the projector yet, so Ooh. I need to cue that one up yeah. soon. So, um, but yeah, animation looks looks fantastic. Uh, this is from Paul. Says, <coughs> Hi DJ, how are you? Great, Paul. How are you? Uh, still enjoying the show. Still. <laughs> I guess he was expecting to stop. Was it touch and go there for a little while? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. We're just busting. Uh, yeah. Had good results with the panels, tightened up the sound in the room a bit, noticed it immediately, and to confirm my findings, I recruited the wife, who couldn't care less, to listen to a scene from Civil War with and without the panels up. She said, she said things don't sound as sharp with the panels up. So experiment and money a success room sounds better also trying an emotiva a3 everyone seems to love them and with all the positive reviews including your podcast partner 
I have to try one after the improvement from the panels, Paul. And uh, yeah, so I think he said with the it didn't sound as sharp with the panels up. No, as sharp a negative, meaning like did that yeah, dull some know, of the sound? Is that a bright? Good yeah, maybe, I wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, I, yeah. I I wish my but wife it, would let me put up some sound absorption panels around the living room, but like I'm pushing the extent of my luck as it is. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you start. Just I mean, we do have curtains. You know, it is a right. living room, so there are some things there. But I'd like yeah. to hit some of the reflection points, but. <laughs> that that's never gonna happen so. it'd be so funny i did one uh i recorded an ht tours last week and uh this gentleman had a ton of sound absorption in his room right. he used gig acoustics and stuff and he's got these panels that are like i think they're like four or six inches thick that are literally standalone like he right. he has them in front of a glass shelf and when the video comes out you'll see it but he had and you could just take it and move it it's like two or three feet wide and maybe four or five feet tall and oh, cool. four to six inches thick. So you could buy a couple of these and just prop them up in your room. I was just saying, if I could just bring them out when we watch the That's, movies and then, oh, yeah. and then put them away. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. That she would, would be absolutely. awesome. Well, that's what these are. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, it'd be so funny. Like you just pull them out. Okay, let's watch a movie. And you pull out yeah. these big absorption panels. It's like, where am I keeping them, uh, you know, the rest of the time? <laughs> Just well, slide them I, under the couch. I lay think them the, on the line floor. from Lydia would be, "You're sleeping with those because not <laughs> exactly." They'd <laughs> like, be my bed. I hope you love them because guess who you're sleeping with? <laughs> yeah, they'd be my bed. So, oh yeah. So, um, all right, we have another giveaway. Dan, who I visited with, he sent us a full metal jacket. Oh, nice. So first listener to uh, let me know. Uh, let me know if you want it. I have a digital code for full metal jacket 4K. Uh, and yeah, from Dan. So thank you. Thank you, Dan. And first listener, just let me know. That's how we're doing these things. And uh, it's kind of fun. People are just they're sending in the digital codes and we're giving them away. Uh, I actually had, I think it's coming up in here. Maybe not. Um we gave away the last one. I never said it on the podcast. Um, and I, I forget who it, maybe it was Dan. Might've been Dan that won it. The, remember the Everest, the last digital Everest, code yeah. we gave out. Uh, I think Dan won it. And I had a listener this week, uh, contact me and he asked and he's like, has anybody won it yet? I wanted to give, uh, give him a chance and uh, I was like, I did. I sent them the code. I was like, try it out. I'm not really sure. I can't. Re I I couldn't remember who it was. Uh, it was the listener was David that texted me, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Right after I sent them the the picture of the code, I was like, Oh, I think it was Dan. Let me see who it was. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, whoops, found it. Sorry, went to Dan. So Dan won the Dan. Everest, and that's why that's he, awesome. you know, he paid it forward as well. Um, but yeah, so I forgot to announce that last week. Dan was the winner of Everest and now we have a new one from Dan. And, uh, so there we go. Let me know. I'm going to have a, I have another disc to give away myself. So, oh, you do? You we do gave it. away yeah. the last one, right? I did. Yeah. I sent it off. I haven't heard, so I don't know if he ever got it, but, um, to Mike, okay. but I did send it off a while Mike, back. Love and Thunder. Tram? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh 4K disc. Oh. I just bought the I just bought the box set, so this will be an extra. Okay. All right. So, so figure out how you want to give that away. And I, I'll, I'll are we it doing out. it right now? Sure, why not? Uh let's say uh US residents, so you're not shipping all over the world. Yes. Yes, please. Uh, US residents only, the first person that wants what was it? Fallen Jurassic King? World Fallen Kingdom. There you go. Opened, probably never watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's digital. It's good. Yeah, uh, no, it's physical. I mean, it's, it's the physical disc. Yeah, I know, but it's still digital. You can't oh, wear yeah. it. You're, yeah, you're yeah. not going to wear it out. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, G. Cornell hitting us up with Shout Factory offers a poster with the disc for the Old old Henry, which we were talking about last week with Steve George. Yeah, I need to find that and watch it now. Okay, so Shout Factory is offering a poster with disc if you order from them. So go to shoutfactory.com and look up 4K, Hen, Old Henry 4K, and you'll find it. Yeah, there. Steve seemed to like it a lot. So Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, much like, um, what you call it? What did I say? Uh, uh, ah, and my brain's going wonky again. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. You were talking about Unforgiven, yeah. yeah. I don't know why Yellowstone stuck in my head. I knew that wasn't it. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I don't know what that comment's pertaining to, so I can't read that one. Uh, Let's see. YouTube. Mike Schramm. I love Future DJ's Echo. It's from the future. He put all caps and (laughs) spread it out like that. So uh, there will be more Future DJ. We just don't future dj does but he does <laughs> he does that's all that matters uh no. darth choke 88 i have told here it is this is john brock this is mm-hmm. i have told my children many times you cannot control every situation only your response to it i have the option here to show grace and take the high road i am going to fail here dj <laughs> <laughs> predestination that was me john brock you <laughs> sob how dare you? I will forgive you. <laughs> oh, I guess I have that coming to me on Tuesday's podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that one. And next one, Mr. Motown. Hey, fellas, my recent experience was purchasing Star Wars The Force Awakens. Not a big fan of the movie, but wow, the audio was fantastic. I've never heard my overhead speakers be so active. Definitely a must hear. Uh, and hmm. this could go back and watch that again. Yeah, we always need an excuse. We're always looking yeah, for an excuse to go watch Star an excuse Wars. To watch, watch more Star Wars, yeah. But but I don't remember last time I watched it noticing that much of the overhead engagement. So we were to. just so enamored with the storyline. Yes, what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but this gets back to what what we were saying earlier about how like we used to buy records for one song. You're going right. to buy this movie or watch this movie for like waiting for that overhead. Just scene. to hear a little bit yeah, of, yeah, a little bit of overhead some, action. Looking for a little action here. And it's, yep. you know, and, and that, I like that. I, I don't, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Nothing. Uh, okay. Next up. Oh, that one wasn't highlighted. Here we go. AV Nirvana. Last week's most popular topics. We failed to make the top 10 boys and girls, ah, but dang. as I said to Todd earlier this week, um, it was a big week 
for Cedia stuff. So true. They they had it was everything was Cedia, 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 and all the new information, all the new products and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, if you if you heard my interview with Todd, um, yeah, really, if 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 you're in the green room or you're participating in this podcast, check out AV Nirvana and their forums. They have some, they have great forums over there. A lot of good information and, and it's highly as, as how did Todd put it? He said it's highly um, regulated. So you don't get a lot, you don't get trolls in there. They boot them. And Todd said on, you know, in the podcast, he's like, maybe it was in the green room, but (laughs) I'm making it public, but no, they've had people he's, I've given the boot to people that have done a lot of, like they start a lot of threads and they do a lot of things, but they don't stand for that negativity and stuff. So, and you know, I love that, you know, cause that's some of the tough stuff that you see at other places. Yeah, it is. But Uh, you know, cultivate the atmosphere you want. Exactly. You know, you'll have it. Yep. (laughs) So, and, uh, yeah. So, and that, that's what we're doing in the green room. It's awesome. I love it over there. I ever, I check it all the time and I'm like, I'm trying to Me add too. more stuff, but I'm glad everybody's enjoying it. Everybody in there is having fun. A lot of good topics coming up. We even, what was the latest one in food? The sights, the, the sounds, the one, scene, yeah. the food, <laughs> the food. Yeah. It was one of my favorites. That's a fun, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we have Dan commented on Carl. I think an elephant in the room means let's talk about this touchy subject. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. it does. That's exactly what it means. Uh, and Dan also said, Carl is a great guest. He's not afraid to be a challenge for DJ. It's nice to hear different views on things. Absolutely. And that that's yep. one of the, honestly, that is one of the best things about Carl. It's one of the best things about Takeover Tuesday. It's like, I want more people to feel comfortable about that stuff because that that is my wheelhouse to be honest with you i it, as you and i have have discussed many times we have different opinions but i love right. doing that i love seeing what other people think understanding why other people think these things and uh it's fun that's what make we're all different and it but we're all the same and it's fun to see how other people think and why they think they think why they think the way they do uh nothing wrong with it we're all right and that means we're all like, all right. Correct. Uh, <laughs> we're all all right. All that good yeah. stuff. Uh, let's see. Tweet WV hitting us up with the dark tower. Pretty great Atmos track. Lots of immersion effects, voices, etc. I've never seen that. Have you seen the dark tower? I didn't like the movie, but I didn't oh, watch it. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's an older movie. Okay. Um, I think it's, um, Idris Elba, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I didn't watch it when I would have been able to really enjoy the home theater part of it. So I'll have to check it out. But I didn't actually like the movie all that much. It is amazing. Like, I mean, I'm having a blast going through stuff I know, right? Right. With with my latest upgrades and stuff. Or anytime we get upgrades, you want to, you go through the stuff you know. But how many movies could potentially be improved that maybe we didn't like on first viewing, right? right. That you were like, eh, but now you go and see it and you're like, oh my God, the base in this is insane. This is so right. much fun. It, that's really what happened to me with Jurassic World Dominion. I yeah. I had zero 
investment in the movie because yeah, no, you didn't like it at all, really. No, from, not in the theater. Actually, and, you talked me out of going to see it. Yeah, <laughs> so. and then I got it in at home, and and honestly, what it was, it was the bass and how there there were these rumbles that were coming up for me to let me know something ominous was going to happen or something. And it just got me more engaged with the movie and paying attention to the story. And I, I, I just loved it that much more. And then I saw it. That was even before I saw the extended version, which I greatly prefer. Um, I think it makes the story flow a lot better, but it was the, it was the base. It was the extra effects that the intimate effects that I was getting in that, in my own room, as opposed to, you know, the subdued little version that you get in a giant theater. Right, uh, right. The subdued little version. Yeah, that makes sense. The subdued little version. In a giant theater. Right. <laughs> uh, a man, BJ, comes up with uh, on YouTube, says, This episode makes me think that DJ should record a pack for Waze. He could be the GPS voice. <laughs> Rolling on the floor <laughs> laughing, he says. And he's talking about the Deadpool 4K home theater experience. Uh I don't know what I said that makes I don't him think that. remember either. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember either, but as we've established. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I would say I, sounds good, so I, I'll yeah, take it. I, yeah. I haven't heard from the Waze people yet, but okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, this podcast brought to you by Waze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, poor people. They wouldn't even my dad wouldn't even drive. No. <laughs> We'd keep trying to change the channel, but he'd be lost because he couldn't get where he was going. <laughs> oh, a little inside joke there. For... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if I could do that to him. Just show up on his, right? <laughs> Only his. Oh, that would be hysterical. Like... You'd be like, take a right up here. By the way, did you hear the bass at the beginning of... <laughs> interstellar like or even better it'd be like you take a right up here and if you notice after you take that right there's a nice lovely fern on your left but right. it's like the green in it but sometimes they don't water it on sundays <laughs> gets a little brown gets a little brown but when you catch it and it, oh wait a minute we've gone past the new fire hydrant they installed over here it's like awesome. have ways add ways yeah. <laughs> People be flying down the highway. <laughs> There's a cop up here. Arrest me. Get me the hell out of this yeah, car. Get, just get me out of this car. <laughs> I can't stop it from talking. ADD ways. By the way, where were you going? <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> why do you want to go there? Let's go here instead. <laughs> Look at those clouds. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> oh, boy. There'd be a lot more 27 car pileups on the interstate. <laughs> People... Just get me out. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> People doing like eighty five. Just swerve into the middle. Like I gotta get there. I got. You're in a school zone. I know. He told me. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, G Cornell. Interesting hearing your comments to Carl about the Sony being more cinematic than JVC. Aligns with my thinking in that I replaced my Runko with a JVC, and even after a professional calibration, I couldn't stand the look of the JVC. Went back to the Runco. 
How much did I, did I dislike the JVC? Felt like I had destroyed my home theater. And yes. Um, and you didn't, it destroyed it for you. And G Cornell and I right. have had this conversation. Um, there is a different feel. And that's, that's one of those, the thing I was talking about with Carl. It's like, it's, it's neither one's right or wrong. It's just, there's a right. different feel to it. I've had other listeners say the same thing. I've had people with JVCs, um, tell me that they, they tried out a Sony and after a couple months they were like, Oh my God, I love, it. they just love that feel. And it is, it's a more cinematic feel of going to a theater. Um, and I've, I, and I've, I've used the analogy like JVC is like more like OLED, which some people want. It's, you got deeper black levels you got, so you get that, but you don't get those black levels at a theater. So that's just one right. rudimentary version, but yeah, it's a different feel and some people like it. Some people don't. And, uh, you know, and that, that, what I want to see, let me see if I can pull up the email that G Cornell sent. He sent one right after that too. Um, he said, I, I say do a side-by-side -side to decide, except it's not practical. There are image characteristics that we are sensitive to. Could be sharpness, could be how the light or of image is balanced. A term I use that doesn't show up in reviews or white papers, image fidelity. I like that. A refinement yeah. to the look that I think is only noticed by small but discern by a small but discerning group. You could say you love your image. Great. That's all that matters. I might see it and say that has coarseness, or I would say I don't know what you're talking about. I, you know, I would say you haven't seen my projection to understand what I'm saying. Perfectly understandable. Um, it's honestly, it's, and I've used this comparison. It's like asking somebody their favorite color. You can't, right. you know, it's like, uh, oh, red. Why? Well, that's it's like, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> or like, um, my son ha hates the noise of like styrofoam when you take the styrofoam right. and rub it together. It's like, it hurts him. Doesn't affect me. So you can imagine like different speakers sound different ways. And why do we have that preference? But it, I, for some reason, when we get into um, projections and displays and stuff, it feels like there's a hard line that there's people think like there's a right and wrong when it's still a perception of people. Mm -hmm. Right. And just like sound, we're, we're, I think we're a little more forgiving of it with sound. But it, like it, everybody's fine to say, oh, those speakers sound different than those speakers. I prefer that over that. But yet in the in the display world, it's. How do you like that? There, it seems to be a lot more pushback if you like something different from somebody else. And you're like, but I know what look something looks like. Yeah, but you don't know how they're perceiving it. <laughs> right. I That's know what all. it looks like. I know what looks good to me. Right. Right. So, um, all right. Uh, that, that's it. That's the last one. Okay. Oh, all right. That brings us to the part of the show where I go across the pond. You're not flapping your arms this week. There you go. All right. I'm not going. I know you're not. <laughs> You're going. <laughs> I know. All right. Let's head on over. We'll have our conversation. We're going to, Steve and I are going to duke it out. We got a conversation. Oh. Go, remember the whole Twitter thing about. My money's who, on Steve. Oh, yeah. Me too. He's a lawyer. <laughs> He's just going to bury yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know me. I'll just keep on talking. So. Well, that's true. You'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll talk him into submission. I'll wear I him. Give. I'll wear him down. 
<laughs> oh, all right. Let's all right. Head, let's head on over. Hey, Steve, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Thanks, DJ. How about you? Doing great. Doing great. Good, Sitting good, back good, in good, my good. comfy chair here. <laughs> oh, yes. Ready to rock and yeah. roll. Ready to rock and roll. Now, before we get started. Uh-oh. <laughs> there is something we need to do. Now, Now it's only fair that we okay. do this at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Now, we try and avoid politics on this show, obviously, and understandably so. Yeah. But every now and then there is, a, there is a, a, an issue that is such a major issue of the day that it has to be discussed <laughs> and it has to be raised early on because it's a, because it's a matter of justice. Okay. okay? So, so justice has to be done and justice has to be seen to be done. And so I just want to take this moment to uh, to to issue a, uh, a a a warm welcome and a, and a plea for justice for Brock. So uh, hashtag <laughs> justice for Brock. I think uh, you know. I think we can all do this. Oh God! Yeah, it's only right. Poor thing. The poor poor guy. Poor guy. Poor, poor guy. Oh my God. He. I mean, you you were there live. Obviously, you were there when it happened. It's like I. I'm like my heart fell. I was like, you know, like it was like I like I told you then. I don't know if it went out on the podcast or we were talking about it afterwards. But I'm like, if that had happened to me at ye- yeah, two years you, you ago, you said it, I yeah. was like, oh. Uh-huh. But I I know I'm like Brock's a great guy. He's you know, <laughs> John and I talk about it in the podcast too. But he put out the it, it came up just a few minutes ago when John and I were talking about it in this podcast. Yeah. And uh, like his quote, and he's like, I try to tell my kids to take the high road or whatever. <laughs> so, like, but yeah, he, he is great. Uh, I'm actually going to be, as I said in the pod, he's going to be on next Tuesday. Um, it just works out. <laughs> he's I'm gunning like, for you. Yeah, he's gunning exactly. for you. I, I, I didn't have a choice. He called me. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, okay. I said to him, I go, I feel really bad. I go, but he also has his first experience at Cedia. So I think it's oh. going to be a great opportunity to, to get, he's a listener that got to get into Cedia and mm-hmm. we're going to go over all that. But also, we're also going to talk about, um, predestination as well. And I said, we're going to you do sure sp- it's him though. Are you sure it's him? You sure it wasn't anybody else? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, well after you. Okay. So like, I don't know if I've said this to everybody yet. I, uh, I DM'd Andrew. I was like, Andrew, did you tell me about predestination? And he's like, nope. What's that? I was like, oh, for the love of God. And I was like, it had to be John. I knew. And I said right away, I'm like, it's either Andrew or John. The only reason I thought it was, I leaned more towards Andrew was because John and I, his discussion was just so amazing about his building of a theater and Mm. like what he's gone through. I honestly didn't even remember us talking about anything but that because it's just so extensive like the, the journey yeah. you know and i'm like really yeah. he had time to watch this movie <laughs> like, but <laughs> but yeah it, it's and w- so we're going to talk about that for the listeners it, for next tuesday if you get the mm. opportunity see predestination mm. and then you can hear us talk about it because we're going to do our, our our takeover tuesday and then i'll let the popcorn pop and i'll say we're going into spoilers there may be an appearance by, you know, future DJ telling you when it'll be over, but we're going to talk spoilers. Um, and I just thought that would be fun. So, and for, and for all the listeners, just, uh, just tweet DJ and say it was you that told him and, uh, just see how we, <laughs> just to confuse DJ. Oh yeah. I know. Oh my God. Oh jeez, Don't do that. It was me. 
<laughs> it'll be a Spartacus moment. <laughs> no, I'm the one that said predestination. No, I'm yeah, the one. I'm the one. I'm the one. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah, that was... It, uh. That was funny, but <laughs> I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist the hashtag justice for Brock thing on YouTube. And, I know. Uh, I just, <laughs> I know it's so did you get to hear, um, my, anything with, uh, Todd, my record, my, uh... I haven't, I, oh, sorry. Okay. Me. I know it just <coughs> came out. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't, I, I, I went okay. to do it this morning and then, um, I then had got a call away, so I didn't have yeah. a chance to, but uh, um, I've seen it. I've seen some of his videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So I've seen some of the things yeah. he's done. Um, and actually, no, having said that, did I watch a few minutes? I think I did watch a few minutes of it on YouTube as well, because um, I've liked the YouTube video, so I must, I have watched a bit of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he had a great time, as I yes. understand it. It was yeah. a, you know, a cool place. But it just seems to me, and I've never been to a CDA show, and do you know what? I don't think I've ever been to a, to a home cinema expo ever, actually. Not, not once. Me neither. Um, <laughs> no, which, which is weird, because there is one in Bristol, which is a city near to where I live. They used to have a – there's an organization here and a magazine called What Hi-Fi, and they used mm-hmm. to have – and they're quite a big magazine here, and they yeah. used to have a show in Bristol. And it was a big deal. It was the, a national show, and I never went to that either, um, which is strange. So, yeah, odd. But, um, but, yeah, it looked good. The only problem with them that I can think of is it's just going to be, oh, can't afford that. Yeah, oh, it's can't afford that. Yeah, yeah, I could afford that, but it's not out yet. Oh, right, okay. And when it comes out, I won't be able to afford that. Um, and so I, I just think it's a, it's a festival of aspiration, isn't it? It's yes, just, I love that, but I can't. Yeah, and that, but see, I, I always loved that stuff. It's like I, reading home mm. theater magazine. It's like you had mm. my favorite theaters were the uh, I don't know if you remember it over here, and we had home theater magazine, and they had mm. like the i can't remember what they called it but they had the three levels of theaters they would demo they would write about in the so you got a high end you got a mid tier and then you got an entry level theater and they would they would tell you different products in there and i always loved the higher end stuff and then as you mm-hmm. read it over the years you know some of that stuff fell down into the mid tier and the you know entry level and and it, it was fun to read that stuff and then next thing you know as the years go on, you're like, I'm getting stuff that's in the next level. You know, I'm not just yeah. all entry level anymore. And you start collecting stuff. Uh, yeah. R and I recorded an HT tours and uh, yesterday and the Nelson was on with us and I'm going through his theater and he has very much the same journey I had in home theater where it's, if you looked at like my theater and said, Oh, what do I got to do to get this? I'm like, well, if you're going to do it my way, start now and about 30 years from now this is what you'll have (laughs) and that's what nelson did right and it's like and and i even mentioned like you to nelson because he was like it takes a passion to have a theater like this and he goes i don't understand i'm like yeah and that's what's fun it's like but there are people out there that have the same passion that can just get the theater right and it's like (laughs) and that's what's and that's what's great but it but what was funny is i'm like a lot of people think that by to get a theater it's it's all of this work and all of this i'm like just take mm-hmm. your time like nelson he's like i started with a 27 inch theater 27 inch screen and an amazing surround sound system back then and so it was like you're watching a little screen but you had all the booms and the sounds and the effects and but you you evolve into it you don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to go from you know zero to a hundred you know yeah well quite well that's what and i mean i did all of that up to my last you know, last place, my last right. cinema room, and then just jumped 
there to the installation and have it all again. But I had done exactly that too. I mean, I, I started with a 21 inch TV yep. that I can br- remember showing off to my friends at university. Go, Look at the size of my TV. Um, <laughs> and now, you know, I remember working for a month to buy a 29 inch TV, a four, three TV. And I did 12 hour days, five days a week for a month just to spend all the money on a, on a 29 inch TV, which was giant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but then as per this one, this was just, well, look, I'm going to just take that next jump. I'm just going to break and jump yep. to the next bit. But still, mine, I mean, I, 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 I seem to remember reading Home Theatre magazine, but I can't remember the different tiers, but I'm sure I'm still in mid, you know, mm. still in entry-level tier, um, no. bound to be. No. Uh, really? No, oh, okay. you're probably, we would, uh, with our equipment and stuff, we would be mid, mid to mid-high, oh, really? yeah. It's like. So you would be, I don't know if I would be. <laughs> yeah with some of the gear that you have absolutely yeah absolutely oh, okay. it's like your your speakers your your yamaha your you would definitely be your yamaha's a little but at the time you bought it that would have been mm. a mid-tier mid to upper mm. end tier um and mm. then your higher would be your trinovs and stuff like that but i think most mm. of us it's most of our listenership falls right into that mid section mm. high to mid set you know you know what i mean like and yeah, then we yeah. get some trickle. Maybe we have a piece like my ha- Like the only thing out of high in my system would probably be the Kaleidoscape. That would be mm. something that most. Well, the Marantz as well. The Marantz, surely. No, the Marantz would probably it? be a mid tier. It would be a high mid tier, oh, okay. but it would be a mid tier yeah. back then because it would mm. be considered. Um, because there is a higher end that the higher end was like the dreamland end. That's the, your Trinos oh, and your, okay. you, right. you know, mm. just like Emotiva amps. Really nice. That's nice. That's a mid system mm. to have that. You want to go high, you got Macintosh or the other, you know, it's there's oh, stuff okay. like that. So, and mm. then the entry level would be like back then would have been like a, a two or $300 receiver and oh, right. you know stuff stuff like that that's that mm. was what they would consider a home uh, an entry level home theater okay um, mm. so nowadays that would probably be a sound bar wouldn't it nowadays no i would still oh, say for dedicated theater a dead these were yeah. all like oh i see yeah dedicated type theaters stuff like or even oh, yeah. a dedicated like uh like a living room home theater it'd be like okay now i have a home theater i don't know if they would be like entry level home theater plop a sound bar down uh, oh, you I could see. start oh, there, okay. obviously, mm. and I suggest that all the time. Like, yo, start there, get some, just like us, we had 20-inch TVs. I'm like, start somewhere. It's not about the room you're in. It's about the passion you have of making it grow, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. that's what, you know, that's all that matters. But, uh, but yeah, I that's I loved all that stuff and going to Cedia. But my point in asking you about even uh, about listening to Todd, he actually made me feel better about the whole john brock situation because in the middle of it he's like oh and i was talking to oh what the heck was the product that guy's gonna kill me and it's like because you do you, you get so much information that you're like where did that co-? i can't access it the folders are all scuffled inside my head i'm like i don't know I like, well i i would blame your age but i'm younger than you and it happens to me as well so right. you know like, you're all good <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's just one of those things we do it i mean i talked to you last time about you know clients and forgetting their names and you know it yeah. it, it, it happens to us all oh yeah uh, but it's just but it's just fun to tease you about it occasionally um so uh <laughs> oh yeah but i do i live it i, I love it yeah it's great <laughs> i'll own it i make mistakes yeah 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 um <laughs> But it but, happens. It happens. Yeah. But uh, but it's fun. And Brock seems to be think it's quite good fun as well. So I'm oh, sure he'll yeah. uh, he'll give you some grief about it uh, next week as well. That'll be a very uh, interesting one. To yeah, that's going to gonna be a fun one on <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. Um, 
hopefully he'll wear a shirt with his name on. So, you know, you won't forget. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but there we go. All righty. So, yeah. So, 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 you, so that's that. <laughs> do you want to get into our uh, Twitter discussion? Mm, yeah. Do you know what? In my notes here, how did you know? I sw- am I not sharing the screen? But no, the next bit not. on my notes simply says the tweet. <laughs> the tweet. <laughs> right. Um, now, yeah. Now, no, no. It, how do how, you want to do this? Do you want to do this on? Shall we read out the tweet without saying who it was? So, because that then gives everybody listening or watching the the context of it. Shall we do right. that? Oh, the midnight yep. snack eater. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's it's not that's, quite that. It's nearly that. That's yeah. what do you I want wrote. me to say it? I can say. It. Yeah, no, I can it say it if you want. It doesn't matter because I'm not. <laughs> you know, it, it it doesn't matter to me either way. No. Um, it's not really about that. It was Mark V no. was funny. We DM'd a, a bit, and he's like, "I love to see you get all hyped up." I go, "I'm seriously <laughs> not hyped up." I'm like, "I just think this stuff's yeah, funny." He, he was uh, he was the one that really bet. Okay, well, let's read it out. So there's two tweets that were put out. This is and and again for context for those of those listening or watching that don't follow us necessarily or just missed it because it because it was only an off the cuff comment that I made. Um, so, so tweet was put out by a Twitter account on the 10th of October. It was, I've got it here. I, I photographed it just so we had it in case we needed it. Yeah. Um, so let's, so let me read this out. It's only short. So it says observation. It says so many quote movie fans, end quote in my feed here are only talking about packaging, purchasing and video quality. I often wonder if they even watch movies or if they just love the rush of buying something. A great movie is a great movie, regardless of the delivery system. And then he followed that up with another tweet saying, in the last 48 hours, I've seen multiple examples of, quote, I only watch 4K, end quote, or, quote, shame on you, studio or distributor, and even a why no 4K, end quote. For something shot on videotape 60 years ago, this is movie fandom, question mark. Yeah. (laughs) So. That was put out into the ether. I don't follow this person. And mm-hmm. I, again, probably best we don't say who they are because we don't want to pile on and we don't want, you know, people, you know. Well, I'm not afraid because I, I agree with them. <laughs> I agree well, with them yeah. to a degree. And that's what I thought was funny. And it's like, but you, you keep going because I didn't, I'll yeah. come in when I came in because I, yeah. and that's what so, made me laugh. And I'm like, oh, okay. Let's. Now I, so I read that because it just yes. popped up on my timeline. Twitter suggested it. I don't follow this person. Never didn't know them from anybody else. Um, so having read it, I took a very different view. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was about to type out and I was halfway through a really lengthy response. And as I got through it, I then thought, you know what? I can't be bothered. It's just life is too short. <laughs> You've already too much spent stuff more on. time. And you can't yeah, be exactly. Well, I know. Well, this is, this is, I, I'll come on to that because so, right. so I, 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 I screenshotted it and just said, ever took umbrage at something, started a long response and then thought, I can't be bothered. And then just, just given up and blocked them, which I did. So I, um, I know, I know, I know. So now having done that, I thought having put that out and then there's a few responses, I would have put my mortgage on you going, yeah, well, of course. And I would, and I genuinely thought, well, we could probably talk about it on the podcast this week before you responded. But then yeah. I thought, well, no, because DJ's obviously going to agree with me. So therefore, oh, there's, it's barely worth it. We'll just agree and we'll move on. And then you came in. So now over to you. <laughs> so, so, well, um, read what you wrote. Let me, I'll read what you wrote. So I, I come yeah. into this, right? And this is what I see. I see, I see. Steve had retweeted you, you screen grabbed that. Yeah. I did. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. screen grabbed those two tweets together. Cause they were follow up. And then yeah. your reply, your, your tweet was 
ever taking umbrage decided ever taking umbrage decided to educate someone then halfway through a lengthy reply thought sod it i can't be arsed <laughs> life's too short dot 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 end quote and just block them instead i have and the two smacking faces emoji to which mark replied sounds like someone who watches on a 32 inch 1080p tv and just the tv speakers lol he forgot yeah. the original movie came out in a theater unfortunately they won't change and don't like to be taught or educated and i'm reading this and i'm like oh my god this is funny <laughs> i was like so and i talked about it with john a little bit too in the podcast but i what i thought was funny is we have so we have, you know, and I called them the midnight eater. That's if you want to look it up, but close enough, yeah. close enough. So this person really likes theater, really likes movies. Okay. And okay. there's another irony here too. That's really great. <laughs> and I'm about, I'm going to nail it right now. This person would just prefer, just wants to watch like screenwriting, great acting and everything. They don't mind watching a movie on their iPhone. Mm -hmm. That's all they need. <laughs> to get the screenwriting, to get the acting and everything like that. They love it. Mm -hmm. But they're upset that people like box covers or 4K or the theater experience. But then you have the home, th the 4K lovers with the, you know, the PQ and SQ. They love all of this stuff and they're getting <laughs> mad at them. And I'm like, I'm watching these two. And then Mark comes in hard with the elitism of that they only have a 32 inch and it's only 1080p. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I'm like, we're all morons. I'm like, what the hell, right? So yeah. I was like, the only thing left to add in was like one of those like unboxing, you know, channels to come in and go, you guys are all wrong. I'm like, it would have been hysterical because we're all in the same, literally in the same market. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got mm -hmm. Sony Paramount, they're sitting back and they're watching this going, this is great because <laughs> like, they're all buying our product. They're all buying yes. it for different reasons, but they're arguing that you're not doing it the way I do it. Yeah. I'm just like, what the hell? Why are we getting mad because they like something just not the way we do? And mm. I was cracking up. And then Mark's like, you're all hyped up, DJ. I'm like, no, I'm laughing my ass off, like watching Joe Rogan or <laughs> Seinfeld. This is a yeah. joke. <laughs> I think I think what happened is there may be some context for me, because I must admit, that is, those are the only tweets I looked at. I did not go on to right you know, midnight eaters, Twitter feed or anything like that. I didn't look them up. I was, I was going purely on the, on what was there. And, and, right. and so, so I so fundamentally disagreed with it that I got <laughs> irritated and was like, I'm not going to carry on with it. Um, but yeah, but I, I, you know, again, that quite a great movie is a great movie, regardless of the delivery system. Do we agree with that? Yes. Do you? Yeah. You don't Lucy. Lucy. Would you put Lucy up there with, Schindler's List. Uh, not not back to back. I don't think no. I'll do a double bill of them. Lucy. Is a great <laughs> home theater movie. Yeah, its story well, has some holes. It's it not the best story. It's not the best. You see, what, and that's what I qualify stuff like. Now I like Lucy better mm. than Hurricane Heist, mm. but 
we will, you know, there are certain things that, yes, the delivery system can enhance a good movie and make it great mm-hmm. to us, right? Mm-hmm. Would you not agree with that? Uh, sorry, said it again. Sorry, mate. So, 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 uh, a, yeah, good, so a good delivery system mm-hmm. can enhance a good to decent movie yeah. to great in our systems, correct? Yeah. Would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. inherently, that's not a great movie to start. Our systems mm-hmm. amplify it, right? But that's what it was okay. meant for. That movie was what it was meant for. I would imagine that, and I'll say the name because I would love to have this person on because I think they mm. would think the same thing as we what we're saying right now. If the, if we could get this person on, it's Serial at Midnight, at Serial at Midnight on Twitter is mm. their handle. And they're not saying anything, but they're just as passionate about these movies as we are. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just that they like the, the screenwriting, the acting, like I said, and what their tweet gets, we're so passionate about it that we see these things and go, Oh my God, they're, they're wrong. <laughs> and then, and then you get somebody like, you know, like yourself, like I, I saw, I just can't be ours. Life's too short. Like we're going to educate these people to see things our way. Why? And, you know, and Mark goes hard, heavy with the elitism. Like, we got to get them a hundred inch screen. It's like, no, it's like they're seeing, they already like what we like. They're just seeing it differently. Right. It's I've run into the same thing. No anger though, actually. But in, in the car world, if you get a really nice car, like I have a Mazda RX eight, take it to the track. No, it's my show car. I painted the engine. I did all of the stuff. I it's, I want to take it, pop the hood and let everybody look at it. I don't want to drive it hard. I like to drive it around, but they're like, oh, but then you'll go online and you see these great track day and it'll be like, basically a look like my car, but the sides of it are covered in rubber because it's been drifting around corners and stuff. And so it, the thing's filthy. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, how do you do that to such a piece of art? But they're doing two different things with it. Right. Mm. Same thing here. People enjoy things for different reasons. Mm. But what if I said to you, because you take your RX-8 and you just clean it and you display it, but you don't drive it on a track, you are less of a car fan than someone that does. I'd say, would you say, well, that's, we're the same. Would you, would, you, would you take issue with that? No. I would just say you're, you're literally that's the definition of ignorant. You're just not seeing it the way I am. You're not understanding so, it. And that's not a bad, and I don't use that mm-hmm. as a derogatory term. You just literally yeah. don't have the information, right? So... Mm-hmm. And that's how I see it. And it's like, if you actually sat down with cereal at midnight, you guys would probably have way more in common than what you Mm. get. And that's the problem with social media. You only have a 280 characters to get your point out. And then people, Mm. and and this is just my opinion, but I think people see stuff and their defense mechanism goes up. It's just automatic because we automatically are trying to protect ourselves. And then once, Mm -hmm. once we understand that this person is cool. Once we feel safe, then Mm. we open up more, but you're always on Mm. the defense. It's just a psychological Mm. thing. So I, that's, and that's my opinion in watching social media. Right. So now Mm. if, if uh, serial at midnight sees your tweet, they're going to be like, well, you're an ass. And now we have, we actually have a fight going on, a Twitter fight battle going on inside a medium that we all love. We're just not Mm. loving it correctly to each other mm. and it, it do, yeah. do, don't you find that like 
to be kind of like, isn't that the definition of ignorant? Like you're just not under, and I'm not, I'm saying it to you, Steve, because I know you, I love you. And it's like, I can say that. And it's like, do you see what I mean? Like try to look at it through their perspective. Once you do Mm. that, you are no longer ignorant because now you're like, you're actually filling in the information that you didn't have. You're like, oh, wait a minute. You're right. This guy is actually loving the stuff that we love or woman. I don't know. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And uh, which is, you know, and that's fair enough. I mean, my issue with with that tweet as it came out, and it's fun that it stimulates debate, isn't it? I mm-hmm. won't call it an argument because we're not arguing. It's a, it's a it's a debate and it's a discussion. That's what's fun about it. Yes. Is that 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 what I take from that is that the the clear suggestion in my view, the inference from that, I don't think I've misread it. I don't think I've misinterpreted it. Um, you know, is that is somehow someone that is that is trying to see something or in 4K because they reference 4K very specifically is somehow less of a movie fan than Correct. the person who is right. watching the now now that assertion is 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 what I took issue with Correct. the suggestion that that you know you you if I'm you, not saying if you yes. yeah sorry go on sorry. no what so, no so, I, I interrupted you I'm sorry <laughs> that's okay so so that's my thing with it so that's where I had an issue with you know that last little thing this is movie fandom the suggestion you are less of a fan because you care about the the delivery system again using mm-hmm. his words i mean it's a sort of, this is the sort of person i'd have quite a lot of fun cross examining um yeah. but there we go that's that's the lawyer in me um <laughs> yeah you would that's 23 you years of cross examining but yeah. that's why it would be so much fun for you because of what i said it's like they're literally yeah. literally on your side and you would be mm. cross examining them to come around and see and be be like yeah you like it too you just like it different than me that's what yeah. you would be doing. You would be spinning mm. them around. And, and that's what I was going to say. Why it would be fun is because, yes, they are just as wrong, in my opinion, of accusing us of of the, the home theater fans of mm. us of what we went back. And I do lump myself in because I see these things, too, and go, oh, my God. But I just roll by them because I, I every single time I see these things, I think. Here's another person, just they don't get it. And mm. but then your tweet going back, Mark V's tweet going back, you're basically doing the same thing that they did. <laughs> you're you're doing A, showing passion for the hobby, mm. and B, mm. being ignorant of the other person. And and serial <laughs> at midnight, obviously they started it, but they're the ones that showed the ignorance first. Like they don't understand mm. that you can be passionate about home theater and love movies and have it for this reason, right? We mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. are, you know, we just took it to another level. <clears throat> we have an additional reason. Um, like I said, Lucy Schindler's list. One is uh, a literal okay. great movie. One is yeah. a great home theater movie, but it is not inherently a great movie. So that's where I say serial at midnight. A great movie is a great movie regardless of the delivery system. And I do agree with that statement. What about Jaws? The reason I I, I go, the reason I go for Jaws is I was talking to a friend about this since he and I were discussing this yesterday morning. Um, So Jaws. So if you watch Jaws on a 21 inch TV DVD, Mm -hmm. do you think now that's a great movie, isn't it? We can agree. Mm -hmm. Jaws is a great movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, I was going to say star Wars, but let that's too close to home. (laughs) So let's, so, so, so Jaws on a 21 inch TV, is that a great movie watching it like that? Or is it a great movie if you see it big screen, surround sound, everything? Else? Although, of course, initially it didn't have surround sound. So I think probably you can strike that from the record. 
But in because terms it of doesn't screen, work in your favor, but I'm going to bring it right back well, onto the record I'll, in a I'll second. Judge um, George will, uh, will won't, won't allow it. Overruled. Overruled. Most of our <laughs> listener, uh, most of the listeners my age or our age, mm. mm-hmm. did you so not realize that, that Jaws was a great movie until you had the theater you have now, or did you grow up watching Jaws on your little TV with TV speakers, knowing Jaws was a great movie? But it's but it's but this is what he's saying is that that's regardless. So is it not enhanced by it? Is it not better by that bigger screen and that and that better environment? Is it, I mean, is it not? Because otherwise, what's the point of them remastering and re- redoing it? it? I mean, it it is, isn't it? Is it not better on the bigger screen? Is it not greater than that's it already not the was? Question though, a great movie is a great yeah. movie regardless mm-hmm. of the delivery system. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I put it back to you. Is Jaws not a great movie? In it, it I mean, in its pacing, in its anticipation mm-hmm. of what's about to happen. It's like it, mm-hmm. the entire story, the way it is paced out, an Alfred Hitchcock movie is a great movie. It's the suspense. Mm-hmm. It's the, it, it, even Star Wars. Star Wars was mm-hmm. geared towards children. How many children sat in the 80s and watched Star Wars on a little television and was horrified mm-hmm by Darth Vader, but was, you know, Mm. encouraged, had a hope because of the new hope, because of Luke Skywalker, Mm. the entire story grabs you. Now, can you enhance that? You can't, once something is great, will you make it greater? You're already Mm. there, right? You're not, you're Mm -hmm. not, you're already have a great movie. Now Mm. we can, you are correct. We are enhancing that great movie we're going to give you an experience that you can't get on a little screen Hmm. but you can and i mean lucy is a great example you watched it on a small screen that's not a great movie but i've watched star wars on my phone i've watched star wars on a plane i've watched star wars here because same with jaws but now that we have our theaters we i i feel like Maybe this is where that a little bit of elite and Mark, buddy, you know, I love you. I said it in DM and stuff. Cause I, I screen grabbed and I said all this to him behind the scenes too. But I think some of us forget what it was like when we were coming up and now we're like, we, you're, you and Mark, your tweets almost make it seem like you have to have the theater to find the great movie. And that's that. I don't believe that's the mm. case and not mm. everybody has access to that. And that doesn't mean that everybody doesn't know what a great movie is. Mm. Well, perhaps perhaps Star Wars and Jaws might not be good examples for this reason. We saw them first on the big screen. So they were already a great film. So, we, so you would have decided, having seen those in the theater, in the cinema, mm-hmm. that's a great film. I mean, you've talked before about the transformative experience Star Wars I was six, seven years old. I, I wouldn't even remember. I, I, that, that's my memory of it. But the, mm. the story, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you're at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the day, we know these are great movies. You, yeah. you, you, you have to admit that. So you have mm. to, unfortunately, Steve, you have to admit a great movie is a great movie, regardless of the delivery system. I think, I think the lawyer in me says, what's your definition of great? Because is, does that, is well, that's subjective? That's going to be different or, to everybody. There we go. So, but that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? But now, if, let, if because you've watched that film on mm-hmm. a big screen, where whatever that screen was and wherever that screen was, whether it was at home or in the cinema, 
is that what made it great? Because if it is, then that's not right, then, is it? Then a great movie is not a great movie regardless of the delivery system because it because one of the things that made it great was the massive screen on which you saw it. <laughs> um, I mean, you, that, that's no, but you can't, no, but see, but Steve, you're that, that the statement still stands mm-hmm. because now you're defining what I think a great movie, you can't tell me what I well, think no, a great quite, movie is. No, of course. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing here. Well, no, not necessarily. Is it? Because that's what it, you, your reply about... to them, you and Mark wanted to educate this person on what a great movie is. I th- I think, well, no, I think what we were trying to do, I, I can't speak for Mark, of course, again, <laughs> such a lawyer. All right. So but, I know you're such a lawyer, but I'm view, just like, I'm going by what now I'm, I'm hmm. doing the interpretation on what happens on social media. That's why I was laughing yeah. at this because that is yeah. what happens. So I will speak for Mark because I will say, this is how people <laughs> will interpret it. And then if Mark yeah. was sitting here, Mark will be like, well, I didn't mean it that way, but you have to understand words matter. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, and words do matter. A great movie is a great movie, regardless of the delivery system. That to me, if I sat down with cereal at midnight would say, I just love movies. I don't need all of that to enjoy the movie mm-hmm. as a lawyer. What do you say to that, Steve? Well, well, what I, what I say to that is if the delivery system is what made it great for you, mm-hmm. that, that statement's wrong then, isn't it? No, it's so, still a so great instance, movie so, so, to you. But, but what if, what if to me or to, to anyone else, I mean, I, again, talking for anybody else, if the delivery system itself is what actually made it great. So look at, I don't know, I'm just talking generally. If we looked at, say, Avatar, James Cameron will tell you that needs to be seen on a big screen because that will make it, that's the film that, mm-hmm. that I want, that's what I want you to experience. Right. That, in his view, is what makes it great. So if the delivery system is what makes it great, if a film, um, I don't know, uh, name a, you know, a good home theater surround sound film, if you watch that in a two-channel environment, does that, is it made is it only great because of the incredible sound hurricane heist? Mm. I appreciate it's not one of them, but, but you know, so, so there are, all I'm saying is there are circumstances in which mm-hmm. the delivery system is what makes it great mm-hmm. in the first place. Mm-hmm. And if, and if, if we agree that there is that potential concept, then that statement is wrong because that's an absolute. So we go back to talking about absolutes again. Um, so mm. this thing about this, a movie is a great movie regardless of the delivery system. But what if the delivery system is what made it great in the first place? I mean, it doesn't, it's not all about acting necessarily. It but then be, that's not. not about the movie then it's like, and now Isn't here's it? the thing. It's like, okay, a great, but like I said, I'm like Schindler's <laughs> list, Lucy, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, Apocalypse Now is a great Mm -hmm. story, highly enhanced, but it's still a great, I think what we're, I think what we're doing is we're interpreting the short sentence, but I think now what I, when I read that, I interpret a great movie as a great movie. And I mean, a universally great movie. Like nobody Mm. would argue with you that Schindler's Mm. List is a great movie, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why, okay, we can take Schindler's List. Put that in the bucket of great movies. Mm-hmm. Now, where would we put Lucy? Does that go mm-hmm. in the great movie bucket or does that go into the great home theater movie bucket? Yeah. Well, for you, you see what I, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. But then that becomes subjective, doesn't it? Therefore, it's all the subjective. Ab- the, well, quite. So, therefore, <laughs> the absolute statement of it's a great movie regardless. Right is not the case, is it? Because it's subjective. So Correct. for some people, the delivery system is what makes it great. 
Correct. And if that and if and if that's the case, then that statement's wrong. I appreciate now I'm you know I'm going to as you said I'm I'm interpreting individual words and sentences, but then that's a lawyer's job, right? Um, so if, so and but but so but as a result of that though, does that mean we are less of movie fans because we care about that delivery system? Bearing in mind, it's not just us. Tom Cruise, Chris McQuarrie, what a year ago we're talking about about turning off motion smoothing because that ruins the effect of the film. So they they clearly think that the delivery system matters. Absolutely. Um, and so so do you see what I mean? It, I just, oh, so I, Steve, so, I so see I it wonder, completely. Yeah. So I, I wonder see it whether completely. we're not less of a movie fan. We may nope. be the same. That's fine. We we're, are. I'm not saying we're more of a movie fan. I'm not saying Correct. that. But we but we are certainly movie fans. And so to then put a tweet out criticizing movie fandom right to, is it you know air quotes for those aren't listening um then then that's not right is it and again as you say i would say there's a degree of ignorance there although they do so, say ignorance is bliss <laughs> <laughs> so if you're saying that's not right hmm. what do you want to do so by saying what they <laughs> did blood. wasn't right <laughs> you want to go back and correct them is that right well i did and I started that and then decided I could not be bothered. <laughs> right. And just thought, I just, I, I'm not going to engage with that. I haven't got enough time right. to explain why, in my view, that's wrong. And bear in mind, we probably spent, what, 15 minutes discussing it. But it's fine. It. It's fun. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. This is, yeah, exactly. But right. this is why trying to do that in 240 or 280 characters, you know, it turns into a thread and it takes too long. And then I can't be bothered with the backwards and forwards. This is why talking to you is great because we right. can thrash it out immediately. This is the sort of thing that would take days on Twitter. And that's why I think if, and that's why I look at tweets like that. I see it all. We, we see it all the time and it, mm. it might not even be direct. This, this one here by serial at midnight is literally pointed at us at unboxing mm. people at physical media yep. boxing. I mean, the, the, everybody, this is just a person that loves a great movie. A great movie to them is like I said, mm. I'm assuming is screenwriting, acting, you know, cinematography, yeah. stuff like that, that you can, mm. you can watch that and see that and visualize that anywhere. We, mm. ne we, we don't need it to notice that stuff, but we also like the additional part, the tech side of it, the, in, mm. in you know, the sound design and it, which is greatly enhanced by all of that. You're both right, but you're also both wrong for criticizing <laughs> each other. And that's, that's what I was laughing at. And at the end yeah. of the day, that's why it's like, Anything like this, somebody that disagrees with me, somebody that doesn't like me, it just, I, I just scroll on, but my dad has been teaching mm. me this since I was a little kid. And the best thing to be like, you know, best thing you can do is, especially if somebody comes at you hard, mm. treat them with kindness. It's the mm. best thing you can do. Uh, I did it. I did it in podcasting and the guys around me were like, you're a better man than me. I'm just watch what happens. People were sticking up for me. People were doing this stuff. And I'm like, just watch what happens. Treat them with kindness. They have nowhere to go. Hmm. Nowhere to go. Because what they people that get angry and they get upset, what do they want? They want you to be angry and upset. And if hmm. all you do is say, I see what you're saying. Oh, my God. You're right. I'll work on it. I'll do that. And be like, you're the best. Thanks for pointing that out. They're lost. I've done it a million times in my life. I watched my dad do it. And it, yeah. it just, 
it diffuses something as much as you want. It's just like, I just want to punch you in the face. And trust me, when I play hockey, <laughs> this does not apply. I want to punch people in the face. Part of the game, isn't it? Is yeah, it's yeah and it's, that's a different, that's a whole different level. <laughs> but I've seen it time and time again. And, and this isn't even a situation where I would be angry at the person. I just look mm. at it and go, oh, okay. And just scroll mm. on by and it would never be a topic. I love that you brought it up. I love that we got to talk about it. I think it's great because at the end of the day, like I'm actually, you know what? I am going to reach out to Cyril at midnight. I'm going to say, I'm like, I want you to listen to this section of the podcast. We talk about you and I want to get you on and get your side of it and have the same discussion Mm. because I think it's, I think it's fair. And I think both sides Mm. are just as passionate about the same. And that's what I found hysterical. And that's what happens with passion, right? Passion is blinding mm. and you're just not seeing it the way they're seeing it. And it's, it's uh, so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. But th- I mean, as much as the, the idea of turning the other cheek and, and killing them with kindness and that kind of thing w- in terms of every day, that's right. But again, as a lawyer, um, uh, you know, th- right. I'm a professional argumentative git. Okay. So that's git, not the chirp version. Um, so I'm professionally argumentative. This is what I do for a living. I can't say to a client, you know, I'll just, just listen to what they're saying. No, to me, it's oh, no, 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 no. We're going to win. Oh, this. no, you this need a definitive answer. <laughs> but what the, yeah. but, but in a situation like this, there's so much gray. And yeah, because yeah. we're only going off of 280 tw- characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that yeah. is literally a lawyer's field day because mm. what does a lawyer do is, but deal with interpretation. That's why things, laws are written the way they're written. Rules are written the way they're written and it's all open. I'm, I do this with uh, mass and us hockey, USA hockey, where when we write a rule, you have to be prepared for the person coming back. So whether you were like, we'll say um, a, a coach on the bench uh, will be, will be suspended if, um, if they don't have their credentials in order, I'm going through this right now. All right. And you'd be like, okay, we will literally discuss for 20 to 30 minutes on whether we should use the word will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it, once you put that in there, you're beholden to that. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You have mm-hmm. to do it. It's written. You wrote it down. You printed it. That's the rule. Now when a, when a, but what if the coach has, okay, all right, let's use the word may. May. Yeah. (laughs) And you, and you you know what I mean? And it's like doing this time and time again, you realize words matter. Words matter. It's like, you may be suspended. Like, why did they say people read normal? The coaches read this and they're like, Oh, okay. And they, they, they get the same interpretation, but they're not understanding that because if anybody, you as a lawyer knows you have to suspend. If you're on the other side, be like, you've got to suspend him. It says it right here. There's no interpretation yeah. of the word will. You will be suspended. Why aren't you suspended? Why are you breaking your own rule for not suspending him? Mm-hmm. Well, he had a reason. Yeah, but it says here. It, you didn't say that yeah. here, right? So all mm-hmm. of that stuff matters. 280 characters, a lot of interpretation. <laughs> as I said, lawyer's field day. Lawyer's field day. <laughs> But that, but the, you know, but this is why, as I say, this is why I, I on Twitter, I did not want to get into it. I just right. could not be bothered because of the, the everything else that would come along, and just this would have taken days. Having a chat like this is where it's fun because yeah. we can back and forth and we yeah. can thrash it out and we can and we can we can talk about it. Hence, I was talking to a friend of mine about it yesterday morning as well, and uh, and we were talking about things like that as well. So it's you know it, it's it's fun to talk yeah. about it like this. This is your pub conversation. Your uh, you know your yes. bar. 
night night out, few drinks, and everyone has a good chat about it. Whereas Twitter's not ideal for that, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't right. bother. And um, do you so, see yeah. how this is where I always get the most pushback on stuff? Though we've just discussed this for probably what 20, 30 minutes, something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's the know. most. And what? Where am I coming down on this? In the middle. Mm. I'm right yeah, in between yeah, you, yeah. right? And I do the same thing. The most pushback, JVC Sony. What? I'm like, oh, yeah, wait a yeah. minute. I'm in the middle. <laughs> I love you both. This yeah, is great. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, yeah. you come down in the middle, you get all, it's like, but I would only get half the pushback if I picked hmm. a side, right? <laughs> then the other side would only be mad at me, but you come down in the middle and the people get you, oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I love well, that's it. So the fence is, is a nice place to sit, <laughs> but I truly believe it. I'm not just yeah. sitting there to protect myself because clearly it doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> Getting a rash. Good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Splinters. Splinters. <laughs> oh. but it's, you know, it's, but talk, I mean, isn't it fascinating though, how that, that, that innocuous couple of tweets that I, again, I could have scrolled on by and just look, oh, yeah. I'm not interested. I'll just move on just then triggers a debate which is an interesting debate about that is what's fun about know, all about of it thing. yeah 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 and and you know and 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 again I, even as i argue it i'm still thinking well hang about i watched it on a phone and so why was i watching it on that if i cared so much about the delivery system um, right. but then but the, resp- the the way i rationalize that is well i didn't leave it there i then gave it another go on the the bigger screen and we're going to talk about a film in a minute that that i watched initially on my ipad didn't like it very much didn't think much of it watched it again this week and and really right. enjoyed it having now got to it and to the point where would i call it great mm, probably not but not far off and that was certainly much closer to greatness because of the delivery system correct but we won't go back over old ground <laughs> right no, no no but that's what that's my point is you're both right mm. you're both wrong you're both and it's like but you know social media is not the place to hash it out Hopefully Serial at Midnight will come on with me. I'll probably put it out as a special edition or whatever, but that would be a really good time. Um, so, yeah. We'll, we'll begin Until it with John then. Lennon's Imagine. You know, again, Kumbaya. <laughs> Kumbaya. It, it's, it's only appropriate, yeah, everybody doing the uh, thing. Yeah, there we get, go. Perhaps get Brock on. You yeah, know, let's, I know. Let's have just, a, just, it, it just let's have pe- give peace a chance. Get everybody on that I've burned. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh, but no what, a, but what an interesting chat about it so i hope the people listening because they're bound to have their own views and, and watching and and yeah other than mark who is good as gold he all he always he, he's he's such a nice guy he's such oh a, yeah and he's no, very I passionate know. as well oh yeah and so it, and he's fun so he's jumped into it and i know a couple of others have as well and obviously if tom cruise or chris mcquarrie are listening you know by all means feel free to uh, you know <laughs> let us know as well <laughs> james exactly. cameron you know mark yeah all, yeah any anybody we're, we're, it's, it's a broad church anybody from the <laughs> studios they want to jump in and chime in and be like have at it boys you know <laughs> the wwe of home buying. theater <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's Absolutely. all fake well, <laughs> yeah well, that's it as long as you keep buying you keep consuming exactly. you can argue till the cows come home right and twitter likes it too because it's you know it's all on there as well so that was know, the other thing we got an unboxing person in here they're gonna have a field day with you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like exactly. Yeah. I said this to my yes. wife. I showed her the tweets, and I go, "The irony here is, is the guy that started this that you <laughs> meaning like they put out the first tweet, but then you're replying to it." I'm like, "A, he's known for watching Lucy on an iPhone, and B, throwing out the boxes." <laughs> I don't throw them out. I, I don't, don't throw you, them out. I know you don't. I'm <laughs> I'm enhancing for humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, just exhibit A, Your Honor. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, you're going to save that one. 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, no, it, but it, you know, it's fun, and it, this is what I like about it. There are there are absolutely people out there who would have taken a, a an entrenched position and then just argued it and argued right. it and argued it. It's it's good that you do what you do. It's if you say sitting on the fence, I might suggest playing devil's advocate a little bit. So you kind of just you know you've Always. got a you've got a mm-hmm. bit of it, and and that's a that's a good thing to do in terms of being able to then stimulate the debate because if you go one side. Then the other side, then then that debate is then by definition right. stifled, isn't it? Whereas yeah. if you can take both sides, then then it then it stimulates it. And I suspect this will run and run. So it's a it's you know it's very very interesting topic, and no doubt you know we'll have a fair few people kind of responding to it with their own way. Albeit most of your the listeners and the viewers, of course, will be more like me, I suspect, because of course they we are who right. we are. But you know we'll see. It's it's <laughs> so funny because it, it, I mean you say like. Like, I don't sit on the fence for stuff like this. I'm literally yeah. devil's advocate, sit on the fence, whatever you want to call it. I, it, yeah. it is literally my human nature to read mm. stuff. And what were they thinking here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. It's just looking at it from the other side. And yeah. I've said this on the podcast before. It literally comes up with my wife in a text to her best friends. And she'll read a text and I'll see her and she'll put her phone down and be all mad. And I'm like, what's the matter? <laughs> and she's like, the person, oh, look at what such and such just wrote me. If you got nothing else to do, let's all get together on Friday night. And she's like, oh, yeah, if we got nothing else to do. But I'm like, and this isn't an actual thing that happened, but it's like, why yeah, no, are you interpreting right. that way? <laughs> Maybe they're like, they're just like, hey, everybody, it's loosey goosey. We can do something if you want. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, mm. oh, yeah, okay. Hmm. But you see what I mean? It's like, try yeah. to put it in the better positive, put it in a positive light. Mm. Try to think why they're thinking that. I do that 24 7 for myself. Otherwise, mm. I go through and I react like you because we can always <laughs> see the negative in what somebody's saying and be like, yeah. I love you. That's gross. Why would you? Ooh, why would you do that? I don't want you to love me. <laughs> like, no, I mean that in a good way. <laughs> I get it. I get Ugh. it. But like I said, I'm a I'm a professional argumentative person. So, I know. Yeah, just what I do. <laughs> I love it. All right. <laughs> right. All righty. So, All right. So that's, that's enough for this week. I'll see you next week, Steve. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Done. <laughs> that's yeah. This, We're out of this time. Five hour podcast. Now we in did <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, we can trot through a few other things, a few other uh, stuff that I've seen this week. If you yeah, want, what do you got? Yeah, those. that's what I was doing. Let's get to some yeah. home, the actual home theater mm-hmm. stuff. What do we got? I know you've seen some stuff and I'm excited oh, for it. Yeah, I've seen lots of stuff. Now, some of this, I don't know if you've seen or maybe even have done on the podcast and I've missed it somehow because one of these I, I, I could have sworn you've mentioned, so I don't know. But the first one we'll do is 13 Lives. Now, have you seen that? I don't think so. 13, um, 13 lives. Uh, is that Amazon prime? I think John it's a, it's watched a, it. I think John. Yes, watched he it. did. He yes. did. Yeah. Yep. In fact, he, his, his comments on it was enough to make me think, right, actually I will watch this. Yes. Um, so this I is the, have the, 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 yeah, it's a Ron Howard film. Yep. Um, it directed about the, the, um, the Thai football team made up of kind of young teen boys who wandered mm-hmm. into these caves with their coach in Thailand. And then having gone in there, the monsoon rain started and they became trapped and this is the story of the rescue. Um, you know, it's only in 2018. I don't think we're spoiling too much that, that there yeah. is a rescue attempt. Um, it's really, really good. As a film, it's really good. Um, and 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 if you suffer from claustrophobia and if you've yeah. got a big screen 
you, you might want to be a bit careful. I don't. But even I began to get sort of sweaty palms as I was watching it because it's, you know, Ron Howard's a very good filmmaker. If anyone yeah. knows how to build suspense, well, look, he can make a rock out of a thermal detonator. Um, <laughs> so he knows what he's doing. Um, and so he, uh, he, um, he knows how to, to, to build a scene. He knows how to build suspense. And, and this is a film that is, that is about as stressful as it could get. If you've got high blood pressure, if you, if you stress easily, it might not be for you. But otherwise, it is a very well told story, and I and I must admit, I didn't know how it resolved itself. I I I just I I I thought I knew, but I didn't, and I'm mm. not sure many people do. So it's really good, and and it's on Amazon Prime now. Interestingly, and this is where it might be interesting to ask John, my my the audio was only PCM five point one. Okay. I, I did not get that. Now I upmixed it as I always do, but it was not. It's not in Atmos. It's not DTSX. It's not in. It's a. It was PCM. Um, but it's still very nice. You know, there, there are underwater sequences with the water swirling around and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, the image quality is really good. Um, and, and it's definitely one to watch as long as you don't get too stressed easily. If you get stressed, it's probably not for you. Yeah. Um, I, I liken it to buried. Remember the Ryan Reynolds yep. film buried where the whole thing. Now, some people really, really yeah. struggled with that film. Um, you know, people would, digging their nails into their seats, you know, with, yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. you know, with claustrophobia and it points, it's not far off that it really mm -hmm. is becomes that, that claustrophobic, but, uh, but it's really good. And it, and it said, if you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon prime, you haven't got to buy it other than, you know, have a subscription to them and it's well worth watching. Um, I think John enjoyed it. Didn't he? If I remember yes. rightly. Oh yeah. He, he recommended did. it. Yeah. Yeah. He, mm. I haven't so, seen so it yet, but yeah, he, he yeah, did enjoy so that's, it. That's good. It's another two and a half hour one, unfortunately. I mean, they, they just all seem to be these days. So it's a bit of an investment of time, but it's yeah. very, very good. And as I said, I don't think many people know just what they did to try to rescue these boys. I mean, I, the, the, the plan, without giving anything away, is insane. Yeah. And it, it really is just bananas. So it's worth watching just, you know, when, when, when it becomes clear what they're doing, you will just not believe that this is what they did. It yeah. is, it's staggering. Um, so yeah, so well worth a watch that one. Um, so yeah, so that's that one. So the next one then was X. Um, so that's yep. the one holding up there. So that's this one here. Now yeah. this one, this is the sort of thing that you, you know, you brought me on to talk about. So it's a, it's a horror <laughs> film, so not for you. But the reason I say you brought me on to talk about it is this is a German release. It's not okay. available, I don't think, in 4K on anywhere else. Be, I don't know if it's on Kaleidoscape in 4K. It is. It's not in 4K. Oh, is it? Oh, yep. no, that's interesting. I almost bought it. Because it's not on 4K. I'm probably going to buy it off of your yeah, words. I, I don't know if it's your thing, though. It's a, I've it's heard a, a lot about it for a while. Yeah. Uh, I am mm. kind of intrigued by it. Um, yeah. It's a straight horror film, though. It's not. It's not got any pretensions as to what it wants to be. Now, I saw this first streamed on on my ipad and iphone ages ago and i did not think a lot of it when i watched it i thought mm, I, it's a bit it's a bit of a by the numbers horror film yeah um but then having but i but i thought about it and i thought about it and i thought it's worth another go so i so i, I i'd heard that the 4k disc was available in germany and i imported it and i watched it then in in the cinema room and i got it this time yeah, and interestingly, after having watched, because we talked last week about I Spit on Your Grave, so that's 1978. Having seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre many, many, many times, now this is a film that is greatly elevated by seeing it on a proper screen and in surround sound. Yeah. It's in Dolby Atmos um, because it then clearly becomes apparent 
as to what it's trying to do, which is a new film shot like it had been shot in 1978, which is when the film is set. So it's clearly trying to evoke that, and you get that much more on a bigger screen. So whilst it's quite soft, the image has deliberately been softened. Yeah. Um, the HDR on it is is really nice. It's almost transformative to the point where it, it everything is heightened. As, of course, a lot of films from that era were. The, 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 the cheaper film stock that they used back then, this hasn't been shot in 16mm, this has been shot digitally, clearly. But but somehow the, the film stock back then seemed to heighten the colours. So if you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you watch I Spit on Your Grave, they are the, the colours are very um saturated, if that makes sense. Yeah. So so this, yep. and the and the HDR in this heightens that and increases that and actually really works wonders for the film. Um and it's got Atmos, it's a it's a it's again, it's quite a quiet Atmos track. There's no explosions or anything, but there is a nice atmosphere again using it's a trite phrase with Dolby Atmos, but Atmos. there's atmosphere in it. Yeah, so there are little little things. You yeah. can hear crickets buzzing behind you. You can hear the the, the blowing of the wind. You can, and, and it creates a, a an atmosphere that, that and, a, and a feel that you just don't get watching it on a yeah. smaller screen and in and in two channel stereo. Um, and and the German one again. I know I keep handing it up, but the German one, the packaging. Let's really annoy cereal at midnight. So the packaging is uh, is actually really cool <laughs> as well. So yeah. you don't just get, and you know I'm not into packaging, uh, but this is a really nice thing. It's like a, it, it's like an old-fashioned book. So yeah. it opens up, and nice. you've got sort of a, a book in the middle there as well, um, and then Ooh. very cool artwork as well in the middle. I don't know if you can. It might. Uh, it might. Nice. Be, and it might. Yeah, not. yeah. Um, and it's you know, and, it, and it's a sort of old-fashioned kind of book style release. So yeah, it's really really nice, um, and it comes in that as well. So yeah, very cool. That's going to really annoy Sierra at midnight. Oh, yeah. oh, you got a digital. Oh, <laughs> now I'm going to feel bad if you don't like it. <laughs> I've bought worse. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, yeah. It, it is on uh, on Kaleidoscape. Mm. It's uh, 4K HDR UHD if you want it uh, in Dolby Atmos. Oh, what? excellent! Right, so Atmos. so why have they not released it on disc in America? It seems so strange. No, I don't know. It's on Blu-ray in it's yeah. Blu-ray DTS Master Audio Five One. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah so, so strange. Maybe yeah. it's and coming. Usually... I don't know, but I would, you know, it's. I mean, A twenty four, of course, who are, who have put it out. They did this with Midsummer, didn't they? They never. They released a mm. a sort of a version of it eventually, but but it, you know, it seems that that, that they, the European versions, not even England, we haven't got it here. It's not. It's it's on DVD, uh, Blu ray here only, and that's it. So, but Germany, for some reason, seemed to get these, and Italy get them as well. Yeah. Um. But for but for anyone thinking of importing it that doesn't have a posh kaleidoscape. Um, it's uh, just to import it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And, uh, and unlike some of the discs that I've imported in the past, um, there are no burnt in subtitles. So you could turn all those off. Um, it's the Atmos is fine. When you get writing on the screen, it doesn't come up in German. It's oh, all, nice. you know, with a subtitle, it's all, it's exactly as it would be if you'd bought the American 4k disc. Um, so well worth it. And, and, and I, again, I'll be curious to see what you make of it. It's one I think Jen will like because it's a it's a it's a it's a by the numbers horror film. This isn't torture porn. It's not anything like that. Yeah. There's you know there's, there's there are some racy sequences in it. I mean it's a it's about a group of people that go to film a porn film on a on a farm in Texas, and then unfortunately the owners of the farm don't take too kindly to it um, and respond accordingly. Um, and so you know it it's it's yeah so it's an unusual sort of film. But if you can get into the 
the the the sort of vibe of the movie and if, and on the basis of it's supposed to look like I spit on your grave and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. You can get into that. It's it's actually really really fun and it's gory as hell and it's got you know all that stuff as well. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that and that's one that, that is worth worth um, worth having a watch. Um, okay, so that's Ooh. X because I'm yeah. I'm aware that sometimes I say the film at the beginning and then don't mention it again, and so I often wonder if whether people then wonder what we've got to. They've got rewind. <laughs> they got yeah. Well, that that is true. That's it. Be kind. Rewind. There you um, go. <laughs> all right. Now the next one. And now this is one I'm very curious to see either whether you've seen it or whether you've done it on the podcast because I think you might have done, but I'm not sure. Um, Mortal Engines. Mm, no, I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right now, if I tell you that Mortal Engines is the follow-up movie, it was due to have been a series of films but it's the follow-up movie from Wingnut Films, so Peter Jackson's mm -hmm. production company, and all the effects were done by Weta, um, and it was it was shot in the same studio complex as Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. They went straight into this. Okay. And when they, when, they, when they released it, it bombed in the cinemas. It just didn't take off, which is a massive shame in my view. Um, and, and certainly from a home theatre perspective, it's a must own or a must watch so it's a, it's a strange one it's set really? in the far future where cities have become mobile so cities roam the wastelands to basically take out other cities and so london is this giant behemoth with tank tracks and everything else people live on this and they basically roam the wastelands trying to target smaller smaller cities and it's then and it's a, it's a it was a young adult series of books as i understand it i might be wrong but i think it is um, and it's, it's as a home cinema thing, it is well worth picking up and it's probably quite cheap now cause it's gone back to 2018. I think it is. Um, so, so Kaleidoscape's yeah. bound to have it cause it's a universal disc. Um, it is, it is great. Now, the, now the video is exceptional. This must be a 4k direct transfer because it is crystal clear more so than the Hobbit. I think actually image quality wise, this is better than the Hobbit. There are, there's oh. no ringing. There's no moiring. There's none of that, which you get very occasionally on the Hobbit discs. Mm -hmm. um, there's none of that on this. The HDR is gorgeous. The cinematography is amazing. Um, and the audio on these things, bear in mind, it begins with a, a one city chasing another. It feels like you're on this thing and you're in this and it's yeah. coming right at you. So it's, it's well worth doing. It might be worth a rent, Perhaps if you can, you know, rent it on Kaleidoscape, see what yep. you think of it. Um, but I, I've seen it before. I saw it a few, you know, not long after its release. And then I just came across it by accident again this week. And I thought, you know what, I'll watch that again. And, uh, and it's it's great. It's got Hugo Weaving in it. It's got a number of people from the, that, that you'll recognize that are, that are Kiwis. So, again, it's about to be cool because they're New Zealanders. Um, <laughs> and uh, so you'll see some of them and you'll recognize some of the people from The Matrix as well. Not Keanu Reeves, but a number of people from The Matrix because, okay. of course, they were shot in Australia and stuff. So you'll see similar actors. But it's well worth a go. And I'd be curious to see what you make of it. It may not be the most stunning story in the world. Um, you know, it, it, you'll know what's going to happen from the beginning, I would say, but it right. looks and it sounds incredible. So I, I really recommend that. If anyone's missed it, if it has passed you by, have a look. And I suspect when you hear it, that will be one you'll want to break down at some point um, because there's just, there is sequence after sequence after sequence where just something else happens. You've got a, you've got your big land battles. You've got your aerial battles. You've got your, you know, your, your, you know, your quieter things when they're inside built inside uh, rooms where the whole thing is moving as in, cause they're on, they're on track. So the whole room is moving 
whilst you're inside it. So you get all that stuff as well. It's it's well worth a watch. And as I said, probably pretty cheap now. It's a it's, it's a four K disc. You'd be able to pick up cheap enough. Yeah. How much is the Kaleidoscape one? Have you got? Have you found uh, Kaleidoscape it has it for twenty four. Uh, oh, okay. Fourteen. So I'm sorry. Quite... Kaleidoscape oh, has right. it for fourteen. It's in four K wow. HDR, but no Atmos. It's DTS Master <clears throat> Audio. Um, yeah, they do that. They have a lot like that. Mm. And but the disc is uh, Amazon has it at twenty ninety nine. And uh, or new from sixteen fifty, so you can find it at forty five percent off. Well, and that has well the, that. that's the four K with Dolby Atmos. Atmos, yeah, um, it's worth it. It's worth yeah, it. Sixteen it's, bucks. That's that's really good. Price. Sixteen bucks, you can pick that one up. It says right yeah. here, at least in the states. Uh, but I would I would recommend that. I would I that is worth it for sixteen dollars. That's worth yeah. a, uh, we would say a punt over here. I'll be careful how I say it. That's worth a punt. Just, yeah. just you're picking it up just on the just on the oh yeah careful how I say it um that's but that'll be worth picking up just to uh, just yeah. to just to see what you think of it um but it, yeah it, it's it's one of those that you will you will want to break down I would say yeah um, it's uh, uh, so, even on yeah. Kaleidoscape though it's like I've done when like when I first got it I was a little shy about stuff like, I'm like oh it's not Atmos but the ones that I have that are DTS like mm. the um even like the Born series. The ABs mm. I've done between DT uh, like their DTS Master Audio versus D and that one was mm. DTSX. They're so mm. close that I'm like, mm. it's like if it's a oh, movie, okay. it's it is so it's so good. And then of mm. course, like you said, we're up mixing anyways. Um, well, and quite. it's so close. It's, I'm it's sure well worth it. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Um, but, but it's yeah. whether if it's fourteen if it's fourteen dollars though on 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 Kaleidoscape or sixteen, and then you get the full Atmos. Yeah, is it is it worth two dollars to have to get up and change the disc? That's all I'm saying. That's uh, yeah, I don't but that well, now that's, that's my decision. point. That's how close it is. No. I'm finding more and more often that I'm just like I click it, buy it, I'm done and I can just watch it whenever I want. I don't have to get yeah, up and true. change the disc and it's like I'm like it, 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 that's a great point though. It's like it's not worth the 2 bucks to cuz if mm. I get the time it would take you to get up and change the disc, you'd be like it, it like okay, say we're watching it on Kaleidoscape, right? And I put a scene mm. on and then I get up and put the disc in and come back. And now we watch that scene again. You're going to be like, uh, it would have taken too long for you to be able to tell the difference. It's pretty damn close. Uh, well, that's uh, the, I mean, I do that quite a lot when I'm importing discs. So yeah. out in England, a normal disc, a normal 4k disc is 25 pounds. So 24 90. Yeah. Um, and if I import it and it's say 32 pounds to import it, I think it is seven pounds enough. The difference to make me want to wait or would I, would, is it worth spending that seven pounds to not wait? And more right. and more often I'm like, yes, it is. I'll have that. Yeah, um, exactly. And so, you know, just because it's seven pounds. It's, you know, Question it's for me is, do I just not get both? <laughs> <laughs> you are. Well, you could, you could A, B it. I don't, I mean, I I, what I don't want to do though, is I don't want to, I'm wary. I mean, this is not a horror film. This is just an adventure movie. Right. <coughs> no, I, I understand like, that. Yeah. I understand, George. It's not the greatest. It's like, it's not, it's probably better than Hurricane Heist, but I understand what you're mm. saying. It's like, you're not trying to tell people like, you know, this isn't mm. Schindler's List. You're saying like, this is a home <laughs> theater movie that we should all own. Mm. That's basically. But it's still thing. a good, it's a good film. It I mean, is it's good. Fun. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's not a bad movie, no. but it, but it does, but it's definitely elevated by how good the audio and video is. And you haven't got to wait for it. As soon as it starts, it begins with this momentous chase with this little city and this London, this giant city who's the bad guy in this, <coughs> chasing it down. And these things are vast machines yeah. across the wasteland. Um, and a little point, which is quite fun, is that in the midway through it, out of nowhere, 
And bear in mind, this is set thousands of years in the future. Someone says to a character, it's not a spoiler because it's just a, it's just a fun thing to watch out for. Someone says to another character, where are we going? And the other character says, well, we've got to, we've got to find somewhere to, to, to hide out. And the, uh, and the person says, well, where should we go? And they said, oh, we're close to a place called Chipping Sobri. Now, if I tell you Chipping Sobri is a tiny little village that is literally a stone's throw from where I live. Oh, no. Um, it was just, it's just, and it comes out of nowhere. It's never mentioned again. Right. It's never, it's never, they never get there. It, something else happens. But just completely randomly, someone mentions this tiny little village in the Cotswolds called Chipping Sobri, and it's never mentioned again. And I can't find anything online as to why that line is in there. It's, it's, it's got to be a reason. Yeah. Bonkers. I don't yeah. understand it. It's from New Zealand. So it's the other side of the world, literally. I should yeah. know. Um, and yet someone in the script phase <coughs> decided to include a little tiny little speck of a town. It's a one, it's a one street town. It's got a high right. street, shops either side, and that's it. It's a, it's you know it's tiny and yet it comes up in this. It's really weird. That's fun. And so when, when so that's yeah. That's, so that's fun. When you get coming. like like it would be the same here. Like <laughs> they mentioned at my mm. neighboring town or my town. Like oh yeah. we're near Douglas, yeah. Douglas like or something <laughs> yeah. like Douglas Mass like or whatever because there's probably more than mm. one Douglas in the world. But yeah, yeah. it is it is cool it's, when you get little things like that. Really strange. I mentioned it when I first saw it. I mentioned it to the editor of Empire Magazine, a guy called Nick the Semulin, and said, have "You ever heard of this?" And, and, and you know, do you know? Have you, do you know why this is? He was on set for it when they were making it. Oh, okay. Said, any idea? Any idea? You know, any idea? What? Any? No, no idea at all. Has no clue. It's just such a such a random thing. I wonder if someone just stuck a pin in a map. <laughs> they just spun Maybe. the globe and just it, you know. It, it's but, usually the, I, I, there's probably a story behind it, but it's probably something yeah. obscure that's hard to dig mm. up. But I'll bet you there has to be a reason. It's like <sighs> there's a reason for all that. Like maybe they're yeah grandmother was from there or something you never yeah. know well, you know you write well, things like that but well the other the other close town to here the other one which is very close again it's five minutes drive away is called yate and that's where jk rowling was brought up oh okay. so that's that's just literally just here so it's yeah. all very strange very strange anyway there we go, there um, go. but well worth it and worth 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 picking up um cool okay so then um right let's should we talk andor yeah <laughs> All right. So I you guys, because I'm doing are... a lot of talking, I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Andor, how are you up to date on it? Yes, I am. Yeah, I, know, I already know that. Of course, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, so, how are you getting on with it? Tell me what you think first, and then I'll rain on your parade. I Sorry, then I'll then I'll <laughs> give you my view. <laughs> Thundercloud. Oh, so we have Mike Love and Thunder. And we have Steve, the thundercloud, <laughs> George. Just don't say thunderclap. You yeah. only get that in certain places in the Far East. <laughs> God. So I, I, I am loving Andor. I love the okay. slow burn. I love the storytelling. I thought this latest episode, spoiler free, I thought was a great home theater mm. experience. I thought... Uh, what I really liked about it is it's very topical right now because of, uh, house of the dragon and the whole like dark scenes type thing. This one has that in spades, like so much mm. dark, so much nighttime, but then it's enhanced by the, by basically it's like a Aurora Borealis effect. I think they have mm. in whatever world they're on. So you have that going on. Beautiful mm. colors, everything. I mean, it's mm. visually, I think this is the best episode audibly 
it had it has lots of, i mean some blaster shots that sh- you know fired mm. that sounded fantastic um mm. i am uh just as an update to the listeners i am listening to everything on apple now at a plus three just to get a little bit mm-hmm. closer um and um so yeah it's i i really enjoyed it but like you said i mean it's a slow burn and mm. as i said earlier after the first three episodes we're getting those three story arcs we're getting that or three episode story arcs and then which is going to encompass one giant story arc right so we mm-hmm. have still at i'm anticipating two more story arcs to come uh we've taken care of this first thing looks like we're on to another journey um but i love how it's wrapped up i don't know where it's going some people probably find mm-hmm. that as a fault but i, I get an overall idea but mm. I, I really i'm really really enjoying it so Bring the rain. <laughs> I I'm more lukewarm on it. I don't I don't hate it. I right. don't actively dislike it. For me, I'm just a bit, a little bit lukewarm is probably the way I would I would put it. When I'm watching it, I'm just like, okay, it's happening, it's there, it's on the screen. But I'm very rarely with this series of I becoming really engaged with it. It just seems a bit bland. Is is way way I put it. It just seems mm. even the even the, the the episode that's just gone again, spoiler free. Um, I agree with you. I think the the home cinema's got better as it's gone on. The theatrical mm. experience has got better because we talked famously about the dropping of the yeah. things in episode three and all that and the the missing base that apparently um, haven't landed yet. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> with no yeah, sound, still falling, still falling. <laughs> yeah, so. And so and you know so they they have. They have addressed that. The last episode, there was that few seconds that I told yep. you about. You'll, you know, you'll know the home cinema when you see it, because otherwise it's a talky episode. Um, yeah. And so there are better ones in there. I mean, you do get things coming overhead. I mean, very noticeably, the overheads are engaged with the with the Aurora Borealis sort of, you know, meteorite shower mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, but I just find it to be a bit a bit rote. Everything is a bit just just standard even you know the events of this episode that's just happened which the which it's been building towards all seemed a little bit we've seen it before you know and, and not in a fan service way i don't mean that mm. I, I mean it in a you know we've seen it before in a terms of millions of other heist films we've seen the, the the everything just seems to happen in a in a non-exciting way for me and i again i appreciate i'm the outlier on this because most people online are saying it's great um, hmm. And so I, I just it's just failed to ignite with me. Now some of that may come from not enjoying Rogue One a great deal. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm Have not you a revisited fan that, Diego yeah. Luna? No, I know, oh. no, I haven't, and and which I will do. Um, but Diego Luna is not it's not that engaging a screen presence for me either. He seems to have one one expression, which is a sort of slightly quizzical slightly angry expression yeah and that's kind of that's kind of his range and i don't mean that too insultingly because i'm sure he's a very nice chap and he's very good at what he does but in but in this as cassian andor and it's the same in rogue one i think as well mm-hmm. he's just there's just not a lot of range to it and so i find it a little bit boring well, um and, yeah. and the series is kind of doing that for me as well which i hoped it wouldn't but it but it kind of is um and and bear in mind, I'm not watching House of Dragons, which, oh, by the way, that's out, isn't it? 20th of December. Mm-hmm. So we were right before Christmas, 19th of December here. So, yeah, you were right, which is great news. Looking forward to that. So bearing in mind that there are only two, and Rings of Power I've stopped because I want to go back and watch again. So there are only two series that are coming out weekly for me at the moment, Andor and She-Hulk. And I'm much more excited for She-Hulk than I am for Andor. But I know that's 
an outlying opinion. I know that most people are the other way around. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I just, I'm not quite sure what it is. It just doesn't, it's not gripping me the way that the Mandalorian did uh, even the weaker episodes or even the book of Boba Fett, which I know a lot of people had big problems with that, which, and again, I can mm. understand that, but in, you know, the finale of that with the, you know, with the rancor and everything else was like, Oh wow. You know, there was a yeah. look at that. And, and what, again, I appreciate that may just be fan service. Um, and, but if, but if that's what it takes to get me engaged, then, then so be it. Whereas Andor just has not, just not done it for me yet. It does seem like I've seen it before. There's bits in this that I, that look like they've been lifted from Rise of Skywalker. You know, then I, I, again, without going into spoilers, yeah. um, you know, they, they, they kind of seen it before, you know, and, and in, funny enough in Solo as well, actually. I think yes. the, the, the castle. Yes. The castle I, I thought that some, would have been closer. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, so it's just, meh. See, but see, that's the thing is maybe it's because, and this probably isn't exactly a ringing endorsement of it, but um, I'm thinking of Andor like, like I think of a a vacation to Aruba and it's like most people would go, my friends went there, they didn't have any kids and stuff and they're like, the place is so boring. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm in the middle of Rings of Power. I'm in the middle of House of Dragons. I watch movies mm-hmm. all the time. I'm watching all these action things. And then you sit down to watch Andor and it's part of it is it's the Star Wars universe. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I am jaded and not jaded. I have like, you know, Star Wars colored glasses, if you will. Oh, yeah. um, I'm yeah. just like, I'm going to like it. And now and now to sit there and just enjoy the scene where it's a little slower and like for this latest episode. Yeah, it's a little slower where normally what I would do on a show that I found a little slower, what do you do? You pick your phone up and you go, let me check my sin. Mm. Did Steve say anything to me? No. And you do that and then you look back up. You haven't missed anything. It's like watching baseball. Haven't missed anything. Mm. You can go back to the screen. (laughs) What I'm doing with Andor is I'm looking around the screen. And in this latest episode, Mm. there's tons of that. There's so much stuff to see. Um, Mm. uh, For instance, uh, spoiler free, but they're, they're in a shop. And look at some of the artwork around the shop and you see where like Darth Vader got his costume from. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, cause there was one shot that you're like, is that Vader? And you're like, nope, it's <laughs> it, 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 it. So like you, you get the idea that Vader's costume and stuff is based in history. So there's a lot of little, mm. I think Easter eggs in the background that are subtly put. Um, and when I say subtly put, you have to see what I'm talking about because it's not a, it's not a, a one for one Vader costume. It's a, mm. you see the motivation there much like they did with Ren, right? Um, mm. uh, Kylo Ren. So, although this of course would be set after Vader's there, this is after revenge of the Sith, isn't it? So we've already got, oh, yeah, yeah. we point. have a Vader yeah, yeah. in the universe mm. somewhere. Um, mm. um, so, but yeah, it, it what I'm, what I mean by that is, I I agree with you that it's a slow hmm. show. I could see where people would think it's bur- boring, but I'm just finding more entertainment in other parts of it because it doesn't have yeah. this and relaxing and be like just sit there hmm. and let it just. I look forward to it. I almost forgot it this week before we started talking because I'm like I again we talked earlier how busy I'm like, but but I look forward to it every week and in hmm. the reverse of you, it's like and I'm not like. I'm kind of like, I'm not hate watching She-Hulk. I like it. It's just not like, I, I basically have the same opinion of She-Hulk that you have of Andor. Like, I like it. Yeah. But to me, it's just not MCU. This It's like designing women, which isn't what MCU is supposed mm. to be about. 
You haven't seen the latest episode, have you? No, not so. No, I, I no. but I did say like, I, I talked to John about it in the podcast as well, or I talked to him about mm. it a little bit, but I do say like the latest episode really, really picked up much like Andor mm. just did too. Right. Yeah. Um, and I anticipated that, but I thought like all the way up with She-Hulk, it was like, mm. wow, there's a lot, there's a lot of nonsense here for MCU <laughs> stuff. Like we're really trying to grab that female viewer. But the female viewer to me is like, it's a non-starter. I told my wife about it. She's mm. like, eh. you know, like mm. she doesn't want to watch it anyways. So I, I felt like there was a lot of effort to mm. bring in a market that isn't really an MCU market. The, if you like the MCU or you don't, you know, it's yeah. not, well, it's well, not like you, you're going to get the female viewer to all of a sudden be like, now I got to go back and watch infinity war. <laughs> well, when you, when you see the finale, which I watched earlier today, it came out yeah. today. So that's Thursday for anyone listening tomorrow for Friday when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 if you are a gentleman of a certain age, you are, and so am I. Okay. For the record, I'm younger, but not by much. Yeah. Right? So I'm the whippersnapper. You're the, you yes, know, the, you are. the veteran. Yeah, so I there. brought you in, bring some youth. <laughs> yes. <yeah>. Youth, youth, <laughs> youth, three Fs, Y-O-U-Fs. Um, so yeah, the finale, if you are a person of a certain age, if you have not got a broad, very happy grin on your face, Within the first two minutes, oh. I will be very, very surprised. I'll put the show I on hold. I'll be right not, back. <laughs> uh, I could not believe my eyes. I was absolutely in hog heaven. And if and if and if the, one of the complaints is MCU, hmm. then again, no spoilers. This does something which is more MCU than MCU. Right. All right. I I mean I, I don't want to spoil anything about right this, right right but but it, what? it is one to watch straight away right and it's that that's great really and that's clever. what that's mc i don't know what it i have no idea what it is no, I don't but know. i have a feeling knowing i don't even have a feeling on what it is but i i i know exactly what you're talking about they've done it before mcu is great mm -hmm. kevin feige is great at stuff like this because you see and that's why i like the show that's why i go through i mm -hmm. trust the mcu i trust kevin feige to know that like Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot here and you see it all on Twitter and that's some of the stuff that I would I just pass by. I don't buy into the negativity mm -hmm. and stuff because I'm like there's always a plan. They don't do this on purpose. And it's like there or there is a purpose to all of this and it might have been to get everybody all fired up and then at the end you go, "Ha ha. What were you fired up about?" And it I don't know what it is, but I'm just, they've done it before. And there's, by the end of it, you're going to be like, Ooh, that's a great episode. That's a great series now. And all, so I, I could see, I, I, I could see it going I, that way. I just, I, I, it, it's like nothing you've seen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Only Marvel this far through to the MCU could get away with this. Okay. And it's, I mean, it, it's bonkers in a great way. But then I like the series, but but this does something that that I yeah. don't think anybody was expecting, and then and and has the the I mean it's it's uh, again careful with the we'll language, but we'll only, talk next only week. The, only the MCU <laughs> would have the balls to do what they do in this, right? I mean, genuinely, gen, I mean, whether you like it or not, you may not like it, but whether you like it or not, no other right, no other series, no other company would let them do what they do in this. And then just just throw it out there as a as a. As a see, I think this series is just fluff. 
I think this series is is a, is 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 like marshmallow. It's sort of yeah. it's sweet. It's light. It's just a bit of bit of fun. It's not it's not taking itself seriously. It doesn't right. care. It, it's playing very fast and loose. And and I and it and I found that's that fun and refreshing. But in this one, it takes that and pushes it, and then does something that, that just no other company could get oh. away with. And I, honestly, I, again, you may. I, I hope you don't hate it. You might do, but even if you do, there's no denying the first two minutes right. will have a giant grin on your face if you are, <laughs> as I am, a person of a certain age, because it does something right at the beginning oh. that you did not know you wanted. I was going to be editing all the podcast life. after we hung up here, and uh, I think <laughs> I'm going to go watch that, then edit the podcast. Then I'm, I'll probably I'm, text you. <laughs> I'm this close to saying, just go and do it now. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> honestly, it, it is. It is really clever and really fun and and you know mcu has its own yeah uh, ex- expectations doesn't it in terms of what it does with everything this one does something knowingly it knows that you know that and it wants to do something else right so just uh, cool. i'll tell you no more than that so, yeah. i i could go i could pause things <laughs> go run and do it right now but let's leave something for the listeners next week and we can discuss yeah. Oh, yeah. and then the listeners yeah, yeah, yeah. can go do it because if the two of us are sitting here all jacked and excited about it and they're going i haven't seen it yet so yeah, well that's um, exactly exactly but it's one that, that will be worth spoilers as well if we do a you know a green room spoiler thing about that it'd just be fun yeah, to we talk could. to you about it yeah because i think you'll be you'll be blown away um and so all right so we did and we did she hulk and then the last ones that i've got this week just very briefly really because everybody else knows these films apart from me um i saw the godfather <laughs> part one and two um in the last couple of days as well now i've had them since their release a nice good movie yeah <laughs> a fresh well, movie yeah now well this is the thing now i've got a funny history with with the godfather in as much as I never really thought much of it. Mm. So I, I, I like gangster films. I like, you know, Casino and Goodfellas and, yep. all, you know, and all the, the Pacino movies, Scarface, Kalito's Way. Love those films. Yeah. And yet somewhere along the line, The Godfather kind of passed me by. Doesn't mean I haven't seen it. I, I've seen the first one a couple of times. And I liked the first one, but I wouldn't say that I love it. Okay. Um, and so I rewatched it, yes, sorry, day before yesterday. And actually the 4K disc is lovely. Yes. And, it, and I enjoyed it more. Biggest screen I've ever seen it on, obviously, because yeah. I never saw it in the cinema. Um, and, and, and so yesterday, though, I watched Godfather 2 for the very first time. I've never seen it. Okay. And most people, and that's with, that's up there, isn't it, with T- T2, Aliens, yeah. you know, Back to the Future 2, maybe, you know, films where people say, some say, Empire Strikes than Back, the original. yeah. Empire, the exactly, second, there you yeah. go, yeah, good man, yeah, absolutely. So, and the two towers of the Lord of the Rings, a lot of people will yep. say is better than Fellowship and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, now, I don't think that. I, I found Godfather 2 a little bit bloated for my liking. I sort of preferred one story, which is the the, the Robert De Niro, young Vito Corleone. Yep. Yeah, I preferred that. And then when you get to Michael Corleone, it feels like a rerun of the first film to a certain extent. Um but I watched them, but both are really good 4K discs, and I'm yes. glad I've seen them that way. Um, but yeah, I was thinking with Godfather Part Two, and again, I was talking to a friend about it this morning. It's almost as though, if you imagine George Lucas was told, he, he says, oh, look, I've got an idea, and I want to do these nine films, and it's going to be this sweeping story about the Starkiller, you know, Luke Starkiller, um, but I'm going to do this, this sweep of films. And imagine 20th Century Fox said, okay, you could tell episode four, so you can do A New Hope, but you've got to tell episode one at the same time. So you're going to have Luke Skywalker, right. son of Anakin, and you've got to tell episode one alongside one another. Yeah. It just seems so. You'd be like, what? Well, <laughs> and that yeah. seems to be what they did here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, but it, 
But that's the second topical, one. Topical but it was discussion, sec- DJ, for a film from 1977. I know. <laughs> or whatever but, it was. <laughs> but it's also, it's also the second one. So they're kind of, mm. they're giving you a backstory. And that's why you enjoyed the first one. But now you're getting mm. kind of like the next story and the backstory at the same time. So it's not exactly yeah. like doing the first movie and doing the, you know what I mean? I, I see what yeah. you're saying, <laughs> but I think it's. Don't you feel like it's something that the, especially back then, that the viewers wanted, that the audience wanted? Well, I just wonder whether whether Coppola was told, "Look, you can you can do one more." Um, so, what do you want to do? Do you want to do a prequel or do you want to do a sequel? And he's thinking, "Well, if I'm only going to be able to have one more go at this, and I'm going to have three hours plus, and he did get another go at it. That go, one isn't as Ugh. good, but yeah. <laughs> well, well, I've got I've got that to watch. I need to watch Coda. Coda. I haven't seen that as well, so I need to yeah. need to give that a go. But it's like he just took two other scripts and just went, Ugh. Because they yeah. don't they don't cross over, they don't really mix. They just it's literally just sandwiched together and they just intercut. Yeah. Which um so that's right. Now I know, again, I know this is a movie with one hundred, you know, hundred percent rating on IMDB. Right. So but, this is like me saying see, Empire Strikes Back isn't all that. Yeah, but that's what yeah. But that's what <laughs> makes me wonder if it was I feel like was he listening to his audience? Like listening mm. I mean, we didn't have social media back then, obviously, but there was still chatter. And mm. was he like, I want to do a second one, and this is how I can do it. And and, and he's mm. literally taking, you know, the advice of the audience. Like, I'd love to know. And it wasn't advice. People weren't like, I want, I want him to do this. He was hearing yeah. the the public talk mm. about like I, I'd like, and then he did it. And that's why it has such a great rating. You know, mm. usually when a studio, you know, pigeonholes you and tells you you have to do it this way those films don't usually do very well because the audience has too many. You're like, Oh, why didn't they do this? Well, because the studio told me not to, why didn't they do this? The studio told Mm. me not to Right? this one feels more in the other direction where it's like, he took his direction from the people that cared the most. And it was, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I think that's why it works. I I know what you're saying. I've never thought of it that way. Uh, but, but at the same time, it's like, maybe that's why it works. And you coming mm. in fresh like this and like, mm. like, wait a minute, well, how did this work? <laughs> and you're like, but you're not coming at it with the, the passion that they had back then, you know? And then yeah, it, well, then it, it plays and all of that plays forward, much like star Wars. Somebody just dropped on a planet from somewhere else. Goes, a new hope. How the hell did this get this whiny kid? How did it get a following? <laughs> give me a break you know and it's like but there's the lore to it and there's there's so much more that builds to it so maybe it depends on the delivery system maybe that's what makes it great and the <laughs> delivery system back then wasn't as good no well quite uh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> no it, look I, at you, you know, Steve, I, bringing I, it all back around to bringing the threads together threads yeah together. threads together <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for me. Oh. I mean, I've watched so much this week, but th- those are the kind yeah. of ones that are, that leapt out at me. Um, but yeah, She-Hulk, you need to see that, and and I'll be very curious to see what you make of that. Oh. That's that's the one. That's I'll the text you right see. away. I'll text. Yeah, you Yeah, let right me know. Away. Let me know if even only after the first five minutes, you will uh, honestly the 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 eighties kid in you will yeah. have a have a have a have an explosion. <laughs> Very good. (laughs) But there we go. All (laughs) righty. Just filling up your week even more than it's already been. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man. All right. Um, right. Yeah, this is going to be one. I'm going to have to do a different bit rate to put this podcast out 
because I think John and I talked too. We're at uh, hour forty. I don't know how long we we're in yeah. the green room beforehand. A little bit, um, yeah. but what a, another another great ten minutes, Steve. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. it's. I mean, we should have known at the time it wasn't gonna. It was oh, never I gonna do. be ten minutes. Yeah. One day we'll try it. But I mean, it's just you know, it's it's nice to have a freewheeling kind of. It, it we you know, I I type out the films I've seen. I do those notes. That's all I do. There's nothing yeah. about talk for 20 minutes about this no it's, it's literally just you know just the just, cuff. just list the films and just see how we go and it's great fun but that means we can do a 10 minute one we could if we needed to but you can also talk all day and that's yeah. the thing that we could we could also do you know so it's yes great. It, it, to be able to work <laughs> off the cuff like that and just to, mm. to you know because it, but it it's not a skill it's the passion. That's all it really is. Mm. It's just that we're yep. both, oh, oh, he he said, this. oh, I'm going to say this about it. And it's like, <laughs> you're just excited. So I mean, we're all Always. excited. And it's like, <laughs> I've been told that John grounds me because John's the opposite. <laughs> John, what did you think? I thought this was great. I was going to be like, uh-huh. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah. The, the sights, the sounds. Did you want to elaborate? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you nailed it, DJ. On to the next one. <laughs> so funny yeah which i feed into it i think i feed on the excitement and it's just like oh you know even more i mean i i'm enthusiastic at just about anything that i do if i've got an interest in it i it's it it bubbles out of me i can't i can't contain it if i tried um and so you know it's what my clients quite like because they you know it's that that interest that level of kind of enthusiasm for it but for this stuff (laughs) literally really excited to defend me yeah, well, yeah, well, they 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 read it as 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 sort of as empathy and interest and and yeah. and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I I can't help it if I'm interested in something, you know, it, it just as I said, it there just bubbles go. out of me. I can't avoid it. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. All right, we'll wrap right. this up. No it's worries. Gonna, again, this is going to be a again, long hashtag podcast. justice for Brock. Hashtag, hashtag justice, justice for, Brock. for Brock. Perhaps you can put, the, uh, put the hashtag along. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, no Talk worries. Next All the week. best, Another 10 Have minutes next week. Later, buddy. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. And we're back. Whew. He buried me. <laughs> he did. I, I knew it was going to happen. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not <laughs> doing that pretty. anymore. After the whole John Brock situation, after I brocked everything, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even going to play the game anymore. Like, we had a great conversation. Right. For all I know, he hung up on me and we're not even Right, anymore. maybe we didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I, I'm tired of playing that game because that was the funny thing is that thing with John and forgetting that. It's like I knew that that was going to be placed in the show and it was going to come up later so people would hear me talking to you. And I had already BS'd my way through talking to you, but I hadn't talked to Steve yet. So I'm like, oh, I had a great yeah. conversation with him. I love this movie. And then I get there. That's what made it so funny because it was like, yeah. oh, these people are going to hear this later. And, and I'm like, they, nobody, nobody, no. uh, future DJ was nowhere to be found. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I needed the echo. I needed future DJ to come like, in. Where and was go, future DJ to save me? <laughs> DJ. I can't do everything. I needed D- future DJ to come in and go, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> it's like ah yeah i know because that was funny because as i was listening back i was like well we're gonna talk about this again later this is not gonna age so. well <laughs> yeah oh all right you ready to get to uh 4k releases for this week yes all right Alrighty then, we have uh, quite a few. 
got a f- yeah. quite a few coming up here. Yeah, I got to, let me pull it up. Uh, first one we have is The Return of the Living Dead. Uh, these are the 4K releases that we have coming up for October 18th, 2022. And uh, Return of the Living Dead from 1985 is getting a collector's cool. edition. Didn't That's... we have like Night of the Living Dead last week? Yeah, I think they're, they're yeah. dropping them. Probably one uh, a week. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're dropping them as as they go. Where's that? There it is. Okay. Got to get my controls so I can slide through here. Uh, next, I'm actually looking forward to this one. I'm hoping it pops in on my uh, Kaleidoscape. It wasn't there yet, but this is coming next Tuesday again from 2008, Trop- Tropic Thunder in 4K. Uh-huh. That's got some good scenes in it, too. Yeah. That's got some fun scenes in it. And, it just uh, doesn't age well. Like, I'm surprised that's even That's what's out. fun about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Surprised that's even coming out. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, uh, Yeah. That'll be a good one. Uh, I, hey, I get it's a joke. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Bullet Train 2022. That comes out on Tuesday. Have you had a chance to watch that yet? No. No, I we, wanted I know to, we haven't talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we haven't yet. talked about it yet. I haven't. It's. I've kind of had the chance, but Joe and I want to watch it together. So there we are. I'm definitely going to pick that up. Because yeah. I want to see. I want to see it with, you know, in the. In the theater. Yeah. My theater. You in know. your theater. Yeah, it's yeah. It, from everything I've heard so far, it's a it's a good home theater experience. Is it? I, yeah, because yeah. like I said I enjoyed it at the theater. I heard it was we, a fun movie too. We bought it, it. I mean, we watched it in one of the not even in the yeah you know good theater. It was just a beast, a be uh, room yeah. that was not good. But I'm hoping to have comments on this next week. I was actually hoping to have comments this week, but uh, right. as you'll see when we get to real HD experiences, <laughs> kind of got a lot. Sent down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, it was fun, though. Uh, speaking of animation, uh, Batman uh, Batman and Superman, Battle of the Super Sons, 4K yeah. release. DC, there's a DC animated movie. Uh, these usually run, I don't know what the time is on these, but they usually run like an hour, 10, hour, 20 minutes. Usually like 80, yeah, yeah. 80 minutes or so. Yeah, they're, um, what is this one selling for on Amazon right now? It's that's uh, 27 bucks, so. I don't know, I've been I've been running the trailer for this at the store for about a month. Yeah. I actually am looking forward to seeing this. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, know if I'm going to buy the disc, but I do yeah. want to see it, so. Yeah, you can always wait for. HBO. Yeah, it'll be on. It'll HBO show Max up on a, HBO Max months. eventually. Um, if it pops on Kaleidoscape, I may grab it just on a whim because I know they do look really good, and especially yeah. if I hear the movie is good, some of these that it's hit or miss. Uh, you right. know, some of them aren't as good. Like I said, I can recommend. I really liked Hush. Didn't you? Did you like, I Hush? like Hush? Yeah, you I liked saw Hush. it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, if you can find Hush in 4K, which you should be able to, um, Batman Hush. Uh, that's definitely worth getting. So I, I really like the movie, and um, if if you know the Batman at all, it the movie the Batman. There's a lot of hush in that. That it was yes. it was pulled from that. Uh, is there a 4K release? Oh, there is of the Long Halloween. That's another is one. Is there? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. They just released that on 4K. Was that the two parter or it, Hush was the two parter? Uh, Long Halloween was a two-parter, but they just two-parter. came out with the the special edition that's all one all full one length. For that yeah. would be one to grab because yeah, it's, it's a like good four movie. Hours long or yeah. three uh, three and a half hours it's, long. Yeah, it's 
it's two one hour and 20 minute movies so it's like three hours and change but i think the special edition i think you're right i think it has extra to it um but that's another one but between hush and the long halloween if you're not familiar with the comics that's definitely pick those up and you'll see where matt reeves was pulling from to for the batman um big time big time uh let's see what else what do we got next Bodies, bodies, bodies. Not what you're thinking, John. I know. <laughs> Not familiar with that one, but. <laughs> nope. Uh, rated R. I uh, believe it's a horror film, I'm thinking. Sounds like it. Uh, but yeah, it's coming out on Tuesday. Uh, Dolby Atmos, 4K, of course. I haven't seen it. Uh, don't, I'm not really familiar with it, but I've I've seen it around. I've seen people talking about it. So. Um, E.T., in 4K, extraterrestrial coming out with a. Uh, I don't. I, I thought, thought it already, already was out. out. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was out already. I, I, I'm not sure what this is. Let me see. I, what, I might even have 40th it. anniversary edition. Not really sure what that entails, but if you want to check that out, it's at 19.99. Available for pre-order right now on Amazon. Uh, so not really sure. It's in DTSX, and uh, yeah, 4K DTSX. So that. Actually, I might want to pick that one up. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have E.T. I mean, I, I think I have the Blu-ray, but... I thought it already was out in 4K. I think it's out in 4K, but like you said, this is the 40th anniversary. anniversary. But I don't, I'm not sure if there's anything different with it and what's already right. out. Uh, and then... Uh, Punisher Warzone from 2008 is getting a uh, uh, Best Buy... Stevenson one? Who was that? Yes, I believe so. Ray Stevenson? I believe so. Um, starring Ray Stevenson, yes. Yeah. Uh, Dolby Atmos. It's basically yeah. It's a Best Buy exclusive steelbook, so this may already be out. But the steelbook's really nice looking. I have it up. You can see it up on the YouTube. Um, but yeah, I did. A, I liked that one. Yeah, I liked both of them. It, the, I did too. But um, I thought he was a good. Yeah, good Punisher. Good Punisher. Good Punisher. Good Punisher. Good Punisher. Yeah, Good Punisher. And I thought I would put this on the list. Top Gun Maverick 4K. I talked about this with Todd earlier this week. I'm only putting it in. It's not coming out on Tuesday, but according to BestBuy.com, it comes out on October 31st. A Steelbook edition. And if you go on pre-order pending, check back for updates. List priced Right now, according to uh, Blu-ray.com, it says uh, $44.99, pre-order pending. It's a steelbook, Top Gun Maverick, with a release date of the 31st. So you could get it a day early. early. A day early. A day early. It's literally just a day early. November 1st, yeah. So uh, you would get it a day before everybody else, uh, if that's worth it to you. But I saw that, and I thought that was really interesting, because I was going through the month's releases, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is coming out on the first. But for some reason, go to go to Blu-ray.com. Pre-ordered yet? I need to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> check it out. It's a pretty cool looking steelbook too. Um, but yeah, check that out if you go to Blu-ray.com or go to Amazon and look it up. Uh, but if you go, if you're on YouTube right now, you'll see the steelbook that I'm talking about. But but that is it. But I thought that was worth noting ahead of time because who knows if those are going to sell out? Who knows if that's going to change? I don't those... think it's a typo because they also have ones available on Amazon for, let me see, 
pre-order. Yeah, that's on Amazon. And it's saying Top Gun Maverick limited edition steelbook uh 4K. How do those do sell out? Yeah. Um oh. Temporarily out of stock. Oh. See? It wasn't the last Already time sold. I checked. So, and by the time this airs, it it it's definitely worth checking on though. I mean, by the time this comes out, it'll be Friday, but uh definitely worth checking on that. But that's pretty cool. They're they're going to be releasing it a day early. So, all right, that will do it for this week's 4K releases for next week, the uh, Tuesday the 18th. All right, all right, moving right along. You ready to get to our real HT experiences for the week? I am. All right, let's get right to the theater. We'll get that projector fired up. There we go. Uh, I have a few, but well. yeah, you. We both do. We both have a few. I don't know how long it's going to take this week because I don't know how much we have to talk about about each of them. One of mine's a rabbit hole, which was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, none of them should take super long time to talk yeah. about. But I've got. A we'll bunch. save. We'll save. Yeah. Um, let's save Werewolf by Night for last. Okay, that's the one. I think that's the title of the show, yep. and uh, we'll go from there. Um, so why don't you go first? What did, what do you got? Uh, well, the first thing I had was C episode seven. This is, um, of course, Apple TV, Dolby vision. If you have that Dolby Atmos, um, not to get into a lot of spoilers, cause I don't know how many people are actually watching this show, but I thought this was a great episode home mm. theater wise. Um, starts out right at the very beginning with some big bassy explosions. Um, Ugh. There's lots of fire, you know, the lots of smoldering fires all, all over the place, which had tons of immersion. Um, did you watch this? Did you see no, this episode? I'm not oh, that you far haven't at, seen no. it. Okay. I haven't seen so it I don't, yet. I don't want to even spoil it for you. Just um, reading your notes earlier this weekend, I was like, I got to catch up. <laughs> Just yeah. reading the notes, I was like, oh, but I've, I've been with so oh, many Oh, so I already things. spoiled the line, which is like the best part of the whole episode then. Oh, it's not going to ruin it for me. I know they have no, lines. <laughs> but um, but there's a scene kind of towards the end of the episode where they're going through um, like an, an underground tunnel. Yeah. And the void, like the immersion there was awesome. Too, yeah. Because like you're focused on, you know, the main character, but obviously there's people in front of them, behind them, yeah. conversation happening all over the place. And like. You know, you could hear different voices coming from yeah. every speaker in in the room, which was which was really cool. Um, so yeah, just a great episode overall for home theater. This show, uh, I mean, we've said it a million times, so it, oh. I guess it bears repeating though. Um, if you have Apple TV, if you like theater at all, this show is unbelievable. Yeah, um, I mean, everything Apple TV does is great, but this show, I think, is. Uh, special again because of the just the basis of the show focusing so much on on sound um i think they do a great job yeah a great job here um and then yeah there's just a, a great line at the end of the episode which um now i don't want to spoil well you've already read it um but um there there uh baba voss and uh his buddy are, are walking and the guy turns around and says, beware the wolves. 
Yeah. And Baba Voss says, we are the effing wolves. Exactly. And I just thought that yeah. was the last line of the show, and I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah. So, that's He <laughs> has like, some great lines. Like yeah, I still have does. it as a as a weekly reminder, the line that yeah. about the gun. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. the one? It's like, I yeah. know what a gun is. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I know what a gun is. It's the weapon of choice for the weak. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. awesome. Yeah. I was like, it was, so, it, you know. If you're not familiar with the show, I mean, they're blind. Well, yeah, but you that know, reminded th- me of, so, I know you, uh, I know you've never watched Breaking Bad, but there's a similar line it. there, yeah, too, yeah. Um, you know, where he's like, aren't you afraid of the knock on the door? And he says, I'm the one who knocks. Right. <laughs> it's like, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, uh, it's like, what gives, um, somebody in the government re- recently said that it was somebody like, like the head of the CIA or something. And like the, oh the, yeah. And it was, um, they said something like, knowing what you know, don't you have nightmares? And he said, no, I give nightmare. people nightmares. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, that's so badass. Like, how many times it have is. you ever it's heard that? Like, and is, yeah. it, you know, like, that's a real life person. This isn't a movie. Well, that's true. Yeah. But, you not, know, yeah. But, you know, the guy is like, he knows. It wasn't like, written for him. But no, yeah, but sure he probably is just like he's probably been asked that a million times, you know, when you have a position like that. So I think it's a yeah. great response and it's like, Super but cool. Even though, I mean, I know you just said you ruined it, but I would have seen that line coming a mile away. Just as soon as they say well, the line, like, yeah, oh, so, I'm a, yeah. knowing Baba Voss, right. Knowing right. the character. It's like, by the time you get there in season three or whatever, yeah, like, you know, the character, Yeah, you know, well. like, yeah. I'm just so disappointed that there's only one left. Like next, this week it's is it, it man. right? Yeah, yeah, it's it. And yeah. like no, no four. finale. Yeah. Nope. Series finale. Oh, um, so sad. So I wish they yeah. didn't tell you that. Cause I would much rather yeah. just find out like two years later that it's just not coming back. Because then you don't have that like you just be like, Oh, I hope they have another one. You have but by right. the time it's gone, you know, when it's out of sight, out of mind, you're like, Oh, okay. No pun yeah, intended for C. It. But you know what right. I mean? It's a little bit easier. Not like, oh my God. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. I'm be I'll be savoring the final episode. Uh, <laughs> like, uh. yeah. not that it's going anywhere. And this is a show I could definitely watch again in a year or two. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, yeah, really great, really great episode. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Speaking of great episodes, uh, I just wanted to comment on uh, Jack Ryan dropped. Obviously, we saw that last week. Uh, Jack Ryan is coming out to 4K. Uh, Amazon yeah. Prime um, uh, original. Yeah. So Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan seasons one and two are coming out on physical disc in a few weeks and it dropped on Kaleidoscape last week. So I immediately grabbed both seasons. You know what the best new, what the best part of that announcement is? Yeah. Is that's Amazon Prime and that exactly. Means power. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's like, it, it, they dropped that what like a few days after we were all talking about because uh, what right. um uh uh house of the dragon was announced yes, to be getting announced. its release so everybody was like oh and talking with jeff and todd and all the guys on in and, and ralph and we're all talking like do you think we're gonna get this i think jeff put out the poll what are the odds we get um rings of power right and it was like yeah, that's Amazon. Yeah, I I keep getting those two mixed up. Yeah, it's but Amazon. what are the odds we get Rings of Power? And he had zero percent. And then I asked the question: Who knows? 
how who knows the shows that have been released and there were, at the time there were only two and we talked about this last week yeah it was the boys it's the boys and they aren't and, 4k uh, right yeah and then we hear about house of the dragon getting their 4k release which we all expected we all knew because hbo is really good at doing that stuff which that's up for pre-order already by yes the way. i saw it today and then a couple days later jack ryan which yep. you and i have a long history of trying yes. to watch this show in Atmos. And I still it, have been unsuccessful. <laughs> like oh, I've never been able to get it to work. I know. it's so. It works now. And I did a Does comparison. Does it? I haven't gone back. Oops. Yeah, I haven't gone Look back it. to I'm try. I'm so but. excited about it. I'm not even putting the image up on the screen. Oh. Um, so, Jack Ryan. So, I did the comparison. The Amazon versus the uh, the physical or what, the colli- what I get on the Kaleidoscape. And I got to say, because this thing runs so hot, it is loud. It is. A, Especially that opening first mm, episode of season one. But I'm saying their their decibel levels here are insane. It is. Oh, are they? Yes. So I watch it at reference level and I'm like, this is, I actually, everybody grab a chair. Couldn't I, do it. Huh? I backed it off. Wow. Af- after the first two episodes, I back it up. Now I listen to it consistently at minus five. Because it is that loud. So when right. you go to streaming, it's just, it's loud. You don't get the same rumbles, but you get a great experience and it, 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 it looks pretty good, but it's not as good. So this right. is one where I would say, if you're going to, if you're into this show or you've never seen the show and you want to see it properly, definitely grab the disc. Because when I went from the Kaleidoscape to the stream, it felt like there was like a, a slightly dirty window in between me. And now, you know, yeah. the audio, kind of the same thing. Just a little bit less of the audio, but it's so loud that you're you're, you're going to back off both of them. Because even the Amazon track was pretty loud. It was pretty loud. I still kept that at reference, but it just doesn't, like I said, it's hard to describe, but it just doesn't have the same dynamics. It's just loud all over. Um, the It is beautiful. Looking at the imagery, this is like so. Some of the opening scenes that I've seen is like the 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 vibrant colors and stuff that I've never seen before. And I've tried to watch this show so many times, and I just couldn't get hooked into it because I always knew I was missing the Atmos or missing this or missing that. And then throwing it on with the Kaleidoscape, I was hooked. And I was because you're you're looking at the skin tones, the they go to the desert you look at the 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 wash of color that you're getting from that they go to the city you go to here the 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 helicopter scene when it, in in episode 1 when they come and get them and they they're using the right. coast guard helicopter the orange on that helicopter the sound of the blades when as it's it's awesome and i'm i'm one episode i think i got one episode left of season 1 and you know so me you you haven't watched it before then right you didn't actually get through I, it no, I actually, I think I just, I think I just watched my first fresh episode because I've, oh, okay. I've watched it so many times and I've always it, yeah. started at the beginning, started again. And I get to like, and I keep getting to parts like, oh, I know this part. I've seen this right. part before. And I just, I think I just watched it might've been the seventh or eighth episode. That was my first time. I'm like, okay, I've never seen any of this. <laughs> right. Um, I've never seen show. any of I mean, two. Yeah. Um, and but yes, the the picture quality is awesome. Which yeah, has for you to go through a season that fast is unusual. That's what I was gonna you say. You yeah, know me. You <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm almost done. 
with yeah, season I, one. I, I go through a, a whole season on a Sunday, but right, right, yeah, and and it's like I haven't had a lot of rainy days or anything, <laughs> but I just can't wait to get back in front of the TV and watch more right. of this. Um, it's it's that good, uh, so. I, I highly recommend the disc. If you're a fan of the genre, if you're a fan of the, you know, Tom Clancy and all that, and you, if you haven't seen it, grab the disc. Um, yeah. It's got a great home theater experience and a great image. So awesome. All right. Um, what do you got next? Uh, Rings of Power, episode seven. Um, I thought this was, I watched this like right after <laughs> C. So this is like back to back. Yeah. So this one also, so I, I wrote more. Sp- Smoldering fires because this one opens right. basically in in what will be Mordor. Um, they don't call it that till the end, but we all knew we all knew what it was, right? I didn't, um, and I read your notes. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> I saw How your. Did notes? you not know that was Mount Doom? Like no, we all I, know that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. I hope I didn't spoil it for you. No, but, but it was funny yeah. that at the end yeah. of the episode they say what we all they say speculated Mordor, and yeah. knew, right? Yeah. But, I knew that was Mount Doom the week before, as soon as it, oh, as soon course. As it erupted. Of yeah. course, of uh, course. And it's great that they're just bringing it and giving it the name now. Right. right. And right. for people out there that are going, come on, spoilers. No, that's the point. We all knew yes. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, we're not spoiling anything. Um, Mordor. Um, right. But yeah, so again, this opens. It's it's hazy. It's smoky. But this, that's something about the sound. It's like rain and fire. It's always awesome. Yes, at most or yeah. mixed, you know, it's just that smoldering all around you yes. while things are going on. Um, and then the score, the music was playing and it, mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. But what I think was the best part of it. And actually, I see you went went in and put the popcorn after I put my notes. But yes, like you're in this scene for, I don't know, five oh. or six minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Who knows? Yes. And then you switch to the Harfoots, Harfeet, whatever oh. they are. And it is so green and oh. so vibrant that it almost like had to put sunglasses on. It was yep. jarring. Yeah. Like, but it was awesome because it looked oh. so vibrant, <laughs> you know. It, um, John, I, it was a great, a great scene. It, it was. And the reason I had to put those boxes of popcorn in there is because I wanted you to notice that I put those boxes of popcorn in there because you were on like the same. I, it, it amazed me. That you were like thinking the exact same thing I was thinking. Cause I saw that scene, I saw all of the red, and yeah. and then as soon as it flipped to that green, the lush green. I mean, they were deep yeah. in the forest, right? Yeah, it With, was lush. <laughs> it was like but Here's the funny thing. When was the last time you were in a forest with trees all around you and that much grass on the ground? Because usually yeah. grass doesn't grow in the forest. It's covered in right, because other the, things. The, Trees cover, yeah, and the yeah, trees cover the it sunlight. Was, yeah, but you, your eyes, and like you said, it's like, and that is that. I mean, talk about opposite color. You have red to green, opposite colors, the vibrancy, everything. And I, I grabbed my phone because the first thing it reminded me of was they did this in um, Fellowship, and they, oh, yeah, yeah, they did the same type of scenario where you were in Bilbo's house right his yeah which is very warm dark orange dark but it's very warm and yellows and reds and warm colors and they jump right to the scene of frodo out waiting for gandalf in in the green grass and they and i i commented when i broke that movie down the exact same thing 
I was like the, the same thing that they just did here. And it just, it's stunning. And it yeah. just, it, it, it really grabs you. And I think a lot of people don't know why they're just watching it. And they're like, Whoa, that looks great. Yeah. Because the other thing is the first scene so dire too. Right. 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 <laughs> and then it's, you go to the hobbits, you know, and they're all happy and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just an amazing scene. But anyway, so I grab my phone and I look and I, I start typing out that scene. I'm like, oh my God, I got, and I look up and I see your notes. And oh, I was, was like, it there? that's awesome. Nice. That's my man. <laughs> he got it. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm like, we're well, what's the, funny is we were watching it like at the same time too. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know? uh, yeah, exactly. It, I was like, but I saw your notes and I was like, ah, it's, I love it when it's one thing when you think something It's another thing when somebody right. thinks it just like you. And I love yeah. that. That was awesome. It was awesome. But it was a great episode too. A lot of it good, was. It was a good. really good episode. Um, again, season finale coming up this week, so we'll be done with this for a while. But yeah, yeah. Oh, oh well. Um, yeah. They they got multiple coming though, right? Yeah, at least three seasons. I think they've already okay. confirmed. So, okay. Um, we'll get plenty more, but and hopefully, I think they're filming them almost concurrently, like the movies. So they should come. Hopefully, pretty Fairly quickly. Rapidly. Yeah, at least yeah. Uh, at least within a year. Yeah, we won't be waiting two or three years for them. Well, that's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. What do I want to do next? Let's do. Um, well, speaking of that, let's stay right on that because I forgot to talk about it last week, but I'm still picking my way through it. Um, the Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey, which yeah. is kind of an unexpected journey for me because I wasn't a big fan of the Hobbit movies. But oh, really? talking with Steve, yeah, I mean, I liked him okay, but this is another one of those things that now with my system, the upgrades, right. I can really take advantage of this and be like, wow, this is, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of been put on hold a little bit, but I am picking my way through the, it's uh three hours, the extended version. Yeah. So I'm yeah, picking my way through that, like a series uh, Jack Ryan kind of Shawshanked me a little bit, but I, I'm right. really, really enjoying it. Super vibrant back into Bilbo's house again, like right. we were just talking about, but super vibrant, great imagery, great sound, great. I mean, it is. And going right from the Lord of the Rings trilogy to this, Steve is right. Like you can really see the difference in the technology that they use. The feel right. is different. Um, I will say I enjoy the feel of the Lord of the Rings more than this. More. The imagery. Yeah. I mean, like the, the picture. I mean, I, I like, I just, I feel like that feels more cinematic. This feels, if I hadn't jumped into it so soon, maybe I wouldn't have noticed, but this does feel digitally to me. If, if that's oh, yeah. a, if that's a term. Yeah. I it mean, just, I haven't seen them in a while. I haven't watched yeah. them since I bought the discs a, a year ago, I guess. Yeah. So. This is kind of like our Christmas watch. We take off the and week it, between yeah. Christmas and New Year's, and my wife and I will usually plow through these like six movies, yeah, one a day. You know, so that typically that's how it had been for me, and I, yeah. I think I said that when I was on with Jeff that um, it was weird for me because I felt like a Christmas vibe watching the Lord yeah, of the Rings I, movies. I, I heard right? you say that, yeah. and I'm like, I, I just, I really did sitting in my theater. I feel like it should be like Christmas time because right. this is what I do. Uh, I'm not sure I'll do it this year, but, uh, I didn't do it last year. I was sick, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, really enjoying the Hobbit. And I'm glad I, I, I at least started it 
close enough to finishing Lord of the Rings, so I can get that feel and feel the difference there. But there is a difference. Right. Um, but it's good. I am enjoying it and uh, looking forward to going through the rest of them. I like those movies. I don't like them as much as the, the Rings movies, but right. I do like them. Same here. I like Martin Freeman a lot. I think he was a great Bilbo. Um, and yeah. there are parts of that movie that I do like a lot, but um, but it is stretched. You know, it's like so much added content. Yes. It's like a 200-page book that's yeah. stretched into nine hours worth of movie. So yeah. um, they took some liberties for sure, but I, I like it. I, I like them. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else do you got? What's up? Next up, we have Blonde, which is on <laughs> Netflix. Uh, 4K Dolby Atmos. Um, this is the Anna Diarmas, um, Marilyn yep. Monroe movie. So this is a terrible movie. <laughs> Not to put too fine a point on it. It's two hours and 50 minutes. We got about 50 minutes into it. My wife and I looked at each other and said, no more. Um, but it had some interesting home it made theater. the show. It made the well, show. It, because it had some interesting choices home theater wise. Okay. Now, again, I only got 50 minutes into this, so I don't know how it went for the, le- for the rest. But the whole thing was shot in a 4-3 aspect ratio, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, it bounced between black and white and color a lot. So there was some, you know, different, um, feel to the, to this movie. Um, but it was, it looked really good. Like the black and white scenes were super sharp. It, you know, it looked great on Netflix. Um, and it sounded excellent. Like the Atmos was really, really good. Um, just couldn't get through the movie. Like, um, it, it just wasn't good. Like it was so... It just seemed like all over the place, just so incoherent. Um, but I did find it interesting, like uh, as a from a home theater perspective, it, it had some choices that were were interesting, and it might be worth even just checking out some of it. Like even if you don't watch the whole thing, right? Just like you did, just watch a yeah, just watch <laughs> a little bit of it. Um, you know, it's got Anna de Armas, which there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, you know. <laughs> You get to see a lot of her. There's nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> the movie, like I said, it just. So she's in a lot know. of scenes, John? She's in a lot of scenes, okay. yes. And uh, yes, she's in a lot of scenes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Um, but like I said, from the home theater perspective, it was, it was you know, pretty interesting. So All I right. figured I'd at least talk about it. Yeah. I was, I, I was fascinated by seeing <laughs> but your last line, which we can't say here, but <laughs> yeah, the movie is uh crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I went down a uh, rabbit hole this week, so let me see if I can find the order here that it's not a hobbit hole, but a rabbit hole. Not a hobbit hole, but a rabbit hole. Um, it and I can't remember if it started with Jack Ryan. I'm trying to think of how it it went, but anyways, so I watched um. I was watching, I put on Captain Marvel and yeah. I watched the final scene, like the, the final battle scene where okay. it just, just put it on. I was like, I can't remember what triggered me, but to get me to put this on, but, oh, I know what it was. I'm sorry. It was, um, she Hulk. Okay. So I'm not enjoying that show. I'm really, like, I love it. Really? We have <laughs> yes, to have I a discussion it. about that. Yeah. I like it. We haven't talked about it at all. No. Now, there's some there's some CGI things that really bug me, 
but I do like the yeah. show a lot. Okay, well, I have the image here, so let's talk about She-Hulk. Okay. Um, yeah, so for me, I'm just like, it's it's too much. It's too much what I don't think the MCU is like. There's not enough action. It's all yeah. like lawyery stuff, and it's all like, now, I, don't get me wrong. I find it humorous. I find the, you know, I get the jokes. I get the the female perspective on these things. But it feels like that's all there is. I mean, the, the latest episode just ended in a great way, you know, right. and I, I liked that. But that's the, it's now we get the finale. So, right. But it, it took felt a long like, time to get there. I mean, there's literally episodes where she looks at the camera and goes, uh, the wedding one. Yeah. yeah now, that, that one I didn't enjoy as exactly. much. Exactly. But. but I felt like there was a lot of that throughout this season where you just were like, like, Wait, this is, you know, these MCU movies is supposed to be action. That's what they appeal to it is it's, it's not designing women, right? It's the but wrong it is, market, but, it, but it's been billed from the beginning as a 30 minute sitcom, you know, and that's kind of what it is. Right. But you know, it's okay. a show about nothing, right? It's Seinfeld ish in a way. Well, like, no, it, it, it was so like, look at uh WandaVision. That was billed right. as like how they're going to do sitcoms, the old sitcoms. And they're going to, but right. there was still action. Yeah. There was still suspense. Most of this season, I don't know what the story is. Where is this going? How does this, at, how does this play into the MCU? What does, right. you know, I, I, I have no idea. I, and yeah. again, I'm liking the show. I just feel like it's not really a part of the MCU. I feel like it's. It, right. it it just felt weird to me, and I was kind. Of, that's why we haven't really talked about it. I I don't know where it's going, and then I mean we're finally ending it, but it does even like just the way you just said that doesn't it feel like a little too late to come up with some action? Yeah, well, again, like I said, I I've enjoyed it for what it is. Um, I kind of knew. I guess it's what I expected going into it because they kind of told us that it was going to be very light and very. You know, a lot of fourth wall breaking. Uh, yeah, I like stuff. that stuff. And, yeah, um, I, I did kind of think by the mid part of the episodes that we would have like an overarching villain type story, which there right. kind of was, but we really didn't see any of it till the very end. And even now, I don't know what the goal of the villain is. No. Is it just to expose her as a? They want her blood. A, a tramp, right? Like she just sleeps around a lot. That's all they care about. Like right. I don't know what which, the which is I don't Tony know what Stark. the end game is okay. there, but <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like I guess I kind of I'm getting what I thought it was going to be, and like I said, I've enjoyed it. I, I'm enjoying it. I loved the Daredevil episode. I thought it was yeah. great. You know, um, but yeah, it, it does sort of lack that villain. Or, you know, stakes well, to the MCU, I guess, right. even like you said, we know they're in the MCU, but what's the, what's the significance to it? Right. Um, but, um, you know, I could almost say the same for Werewolf by Night too, right? Like that's in the MCU, but what is that? We'll the, talk about it more We'll later, talk about but, that when I we mean, get there. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't but know I think this isn't a different MCU. Yeah. kind of class. It's, you yeah. know. We'll get to yeah. that. Now, like I said, I don't, I think some of the CGI has been done poorly uh, in the show, you know, overall, but um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I've been really enjoying it, actually. I like it. 
Yeah, I do like it. I just, I'm like, and home theater wise, I haven't thought it was that great either. No, I haven't either. Nothing has stood out to me. Like I've watched every episode every week and we haven't talked about it because nothing has really felt, but like you said, there's not a lot of action going on. So there's, you know, only so much courtroom drama you can talk about. Exactly. You know, so that got uh, me into, I'm like, oh, I like, I wanted to see another movie with a female lead that had the action. So right. I went she right went to, to Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel and I watched that end scene and watching her just battle the, uh, who all the ships show up and she's yeah, the hovering Kree. outside. Yeah. The Kree show up and she's just hovering outside there, but the, just a great, great end scene. It's like one hour, 31 minutes, pretty much even. I think you start there and it's when she gets set free. Right. She was being held by the, um, what do they call it? The, uh, uh, remember in her mind, supreme intelligence, the supreme, yeah, the supreme intelligence. intelligence, right? Yeah. And she, when she finally breaks out of that, oh, what a great! I mean, the sound, the 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 uh, the way the the picture looked and everything, it was just awesome. And then she comes out, has her whole battle, but the glow that she when she shows up in front of them, and they're all like, "All right, we're out of here." But yeah, just a great scene. The music that mute, um, that song. I'm just a girl and all that, whatever, you know, the, the uh, soundtrack yeah, um, she's playing to funny, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It was so good. But that scene there got me into, I was like, Oh, I got to see, um, what was Yeah, Cause I see you went down the MCU. Yeah. I didn't notice these all before. Yeah. <laughs> <until> just now. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> so I ended up putting on after that, I was like, Oh, I got to check that. I, I hadn't seen black Panther in a while. So I was like, yeah for vibrancy and all of that. So I put that on and that the end scene where you have the battle. It, I just happened to hit play. I wanted to see where, and I said, resume. And that's where I happened to be. So I, okay. I backed it up a little bit and watched that whole end scene there of, and I happened to come in right when, um, uh, Sherry was battling with, uh, she had those ring. Oops, she had some rings and stuff and she was flinging them. And they were flinging yeah. around the room or whatever. And it's the way the sound moved around the room was awesome. It, but seeing Wakanda and the battle in Wakanda got me to go to Infinity War. Infinity War, right. So I had to, I jumped right from that and went to Infinity War when um, Thor shows up. And when he comes in and then you have yeah, Bruce Banner like, oh, you got screwed now. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah. laughs> but that entire battle scene at the end is absolutely amazing. And that's like 15, 20 minutes long. And they jump back right. him going back to creating the axe. So you got that cutaway coming back and forth and then you're on Titan and stuff, but jumping back and forth, that got me to do and all that. And then I was like, oh, those are great scenes and everything. <laughs> so from there, I don't know why. Uh, oh, I do know why. I Now I remember why. So I'm watching all of this. And what's his name? Uh, Dave Batista is in, of course, he's in Infinity War and all of that. And I'm like, what's another? And I, don't ask me why. <laughs> but he's at the beginning of Blade Runner. Right. 2020, 2049. Which that's the best part of the movie, too. Oh, my God. Yes. And so I put, and I haven't watched this since I've got pretty much all of my stuff. I've watched it. Right. I've flipped through it with the Lumigen, but that was a okay. while ago. 
But man, it is absolutely. I mean, that opening scene, the base. Yeah, that whole thing with the shuttlecraft or whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah. the base is, you're like, I had pieces on my my wall behind me vibrating a little bit. Just, oh, yeah. It, oh, my God. It, you, you make sure. Now, my, um, all of my posters that are hung on the wall that are framed, they all have like museum putty behind them. So those don't move. Right. But I've got a couple of things on the shelf that don't, but I've never heard, never really heard them. But this Blade Runner, the opening to Blade Runner 2049 is just, I mean, it's just that long, long vibration. And then it goes under your seat, but then there's some stuff going on because, like you said, that overheads start to engage. And just when you think it's like, okay, it calms out, you got about four minutes of demo material going and it calms down a little bit. But then you get into the uh, Ryan Gosling and Dave Bautista meeting. fight, yeah. And it's those punches and i i was just about to go to bed and i was like oh okay i just watched that opening scene and i was happy with it i'd been down this route i literally had just been watching all of these things in a row so it took me like a little over an hour maybe <laughs> and i'm like i'm ready for bed and then all of a sudden i was like oh wait a minute i, re- I remember that okay let's see those punches in real <laughs> life that the don't i've 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 punched me i've been punched i don't want to pray i've been oh, yeah, hit. Be dead yeah I, i've never heard it it's never sounded like that I've been knocked right. out, and I've never heard that sound. Although, yeah, I, if you got hit like be, that, you'd be you'd dead. be dead, <laughs> be dead. But I guess that's the point because they're not human. Right. Spoilers, true. But, but yeah, I mean, in the sound of knocking, it's just amazing. Just a, it, it's a great demo because all you got to do is put it in and push play. That's it. Right. That's all you got to do. Just push play. Yeah. And then if you got people over. Throw in Blade Runner twenty forty nine and just be like, I'll be back in about four minutes. And if you're right. not holding your ears, yeah, I'll be shocked. Yeah, it's fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. So that was that was a little rabbit hole, a little little. Uh, and that's where the kaleidoscape shines, right? Like, oh. I won't do that because I've switched. No, because you got to. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and I do this all the time. Yeah. I'll I'll be like, oh, I haven't seen him in such and such, and I'll be like, okay, and I'll just go right to that, and it's like, but that's what I do. And it's, it's right. great. It's, ah, love it. So, all right. What do you, what do you got there, bud? Uh, next up, uh, last scene alive. This was on Netflix, uh, 4k, uh, 5.1 sound. This is a new movie that just dropped. It had, uh, Gerard Butler mm-hmm. and Jamie Alexander. Um, this is your standard taken movie. <laughs> it's like, it, it was exactly a Gerard Butler version know, movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's just taken, you know, the wife. This time it's the wife, not the daughter. But standard movie, we've seen it a million times. Um, had a pretty decent Neuralex upmix. Yeah, it's only 5.1, you know, gun- yeah. Yeah, it's only 5.1. Um, but, but it there is was some, Ultra you know, HD, though. It is it, yes. Ultra HD. Yeah, and it, not, looked, it looked great. Yeah, no um, HDR, I guess, but it's just Ultra HD. Ultra 4K. HD, yeah. yeah. Um, looked great. Um, sounded decent. Like I said, this was nothing special, but it, you know, it had its gunshots. It had a couple explosions and things. So there were you know, gunshots, John? Yeah. In a taken movie, <laughs> you know, imagine that, um, oh. there was an explosion. There's a meth house explosion. So, you know, imagine that in a, Whoa. <laughs> in a movie. Spoilers, but, um, John, come yeah, on. I know. <laughs> Spoilers. He gets her back in the end, you know, um, don't want to spoil anything for you, but, um, it, like I said, it was decent. I, I, I watched it and I figure some people will see this, so they might, 
you know, want to check it out. But nothing special. Um, it, it was just a decent action movie. Kept us going for 90 minutes or so. But, um, you know. It did more than blonde. Yeah, more than <laughs> blonde. Actually, I went from half a blonde, well, a third of blonde, to about 30 minutes of The Green Knight. And this was the first movie that we actually watched all the way through <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> and I don't know if it was just like, we were determined to get through it or if it entertained us enough, but right. it, it was, like I said, it was a uh, standard action movie and it was, it was fine. Um, but nothing you haven't seen before. Yeah. So. All right. Um, sounds like a fun, fun watch. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'll, fun. you'll like it. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. We'll go with my, uh, you want to talk about Andor episode five. We'll talk about that sure. quick, very quickly. I was going to um, note this too, and then I saw that you had uh, already noted it with yeah. the exact. I didn't. I didn't put the bosses of popcorn in, but I have the same scene you had <laughs> on this one. <laughs> yeah, and it, well, Steve brought it up. Steve yeah. brought it up last week when we were. Uh, let me look for the image. Wait, my image didn't show up here. That yeah, scene no. caused my wife to look over at me and go, that's really loud. <laughs> it, yeah, it was really good. Because it was a little painful. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, but it was so good. It was so yeah. good. For some reason, I don't have the image. It's not showing okay. up for me. But anyways, we could keep on talking. Um, yeah. But yeah, the TIE Fighters. So, yeah. And, and you get the first one comes by. Spoilers, this TIE Fighters, okay, everybody? Yeah, it's But Star Wars. Steve had mentioned <laughs> it, and he goes, he had just said, like, you get this scene that it's like 10 seconds long, and it's something we've been waiting for. And I loved his rem remark of saying, like, I don't think we've ever gotten this before. And I think he's right. I don't think they've yeah. ever sounded this good. And right. and and it is, I, I, I want to say it might even be more than 10 seconds, but you get that the first one comes by, but then you see, well, it's the same one. But they keep showing it. It does like a bridge overpass and stuff. Right. But you get the you get multiple pans from this same Tie yeah. Fighter just cruising on through, and it is really deep bass. But those that high pitch of the Tie Fighter, it's just yeah. such a great. It really, really was. It was it was the highlight of the episode, home theater wise. Right. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. We we watch. You know, we stream stuff at reference level now because like a. I've snuck it up little bits right. at a time to you got now nerd. where we're at reference level. You've either gotten but, her used to it or killed her yeah. hearing so much. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But she did look over at me and like with a little sour puss on her face. And it was like, that's loud. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, funny. Of course, the speaker is like right at her head. Oh, the, the, um, <laughs> one of the, the one side of the speakers. speakers yeah. is like, yeah. Of course, there's one right behind my head too, which I know they shouldn't be that close, but it just, it's the nature of the setup that we have. Yeah. But you've um, also odysseyed it, so they're gonna have, they're gonna yeah, be but tuned appropriately. I know they should kind of be a little bit further back from us, but mm -hmm. but yeah, right there in both of our ears. But it doesn't bother me. But yeah, <laughs> it bugged her a little bit. That's funny. <laughs> so, um, all right, uh, you got your last one. Last one, yeah. Also, Netflix uh, movie called Lou. This has uh, Allison Janney and. Um, uh, what's her name? Journey Smollett is in this. Okay. Um, she was um, um, Black Canary in the Birds yeah. of Prey movie. Yeah. This is uh, also Netflix, 4K, Dolby Atmos. Um, this is also your standard Taken movie, but a little bit more. This was a little bit better. 
Um, there was a little bit more um, intrigue with yeah. this one. Allison but, Janney you know, goes. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Basically, the daughter Journey Smollett's daughter is taken, and um, Allison Janney is the ex CIA operative that you know is living off the grid and has there's to go. There's so help many her. of them in movies. Now. I know there's so many ex CIA <laughs> operatives living off the grid around the U.S. Um, but this is a role like Allison Janney is not known for this type of right role. You know, she's mom on. The sitcoms, and but stuff. she is kind of even the mom on that show. She does have I don't, that I've tough never demeanor. Yeah, she's I've never seen that show. She's that no I've always nonsense seen her demeanor. As, yeah, yeah, as kind of like the you know, but more sitcommy. Yeah. Um, but this had really nice bass when it needed to. You know, again, there's cool. Um, there's the gunshots. This has a a big um, hurricane type storm that happens. So there's really deep bass. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the thunder and, and all that. This was actually a, a really good movie and a really good um, home theater experience overall. Like I said, bass when it needed, good surround when it needed. Mm. You know, everything was there when they needed to have it. But, you know, rain, like we said earlier, always sounds great in Atmos. It's just all yeah. over the room. And yep. the thunder sounded good. The gunshots were great. So, uh, pretty good movie. Um, again, I think you guys, if you haven't seen it, will probably enjoy it. So, cool. Uh, that's it. All right. Uh, let me pull up my last one before we get to Werewolf by Night. Uh, so, my last one is uh, last week. Here was my inspiration for that. Is um was um what Bond sixtieth anniversary? Sixtieth anniversary last week. Yeah, Bond. Yeah. So, which one are you gonna go with? There's so many great Bond movies, and how do you... Now, what was your first Bond movie that you ever saw in the I theater? I want to say Moonraker, or I don't know if Octopussy came before Moonraker, but it was one of those, Octopussy Roger Moore, yep. and we went to go see it at the drive-in theater, I remember. Oh, um, really? Like, which is the one that opened with the ski, like the ski... I think that's Octopussy. Chase. Okay, I so think that was the first one. Yeah. That was my first James Bond movie. I saw um, that in the theater, and I was now, now arguably not the best. Like it for most people, it should have been the last one you ever saw too. <laughs> but um, but we were kids. But, and but we like, were kids. Yeah. My first my first Bond experience was Roger Moore. Yeah. My I, I honestly we were just kids. We didn't know the. Um, we no, had, I didn't even know who James Bond was really. James Bond point. or yeah. and my dad wasn't a big james bond fan he right. wasn't a big movie fan to be honest um and i i had no i had no idea of the sean connery lore or that sean, right I, he was not my favorite bond at the time and to this day he's still not my favorite bond because he's not right. my initial bond i like him i love sean yes. connery but I, I like those movies but my first was roger moore and then we got timothy dalton right but in the meantime, I liked Remington Steel. Yes. Loved the show Remington yes. Steel, right? And I remember thinking I would I wanted him over Roger Moore. And then it was like, oh, but he had his contract. And he with was Remington supposed St- to get right, and he was supposed to get it, but right. Remington Steel kept him out of it. So we end up with Timothy Dalton, and then we get the first Pierce Brosnan brought as James Bond in Goldeneye. Right. And that's the one, that's the one that I chose. Cause I was, I love Pierce Brosnan. I loved him as right. James Bond. Um, 
And it, you know what's funny? He's the last James Bond before, um, what's his Daniel name? Craig. Daniel Craig. And it doesn't yeah. feel like, it feels like forever It doesn't ago. feel like it, but yeah, you know, they both had 10 year, you know, over 10, 10 years or so, yeah. or more, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I put on, I have, I have the entire Pierce Brosnan collection already. I have the entire, um, Daniel Craig collection and I have a few others through there. Uh, I don't remember which ones, but, um, they have their Kaleidoscape's having a sale right now, but they did have a sale a while ago on James Bond stuff. And that's when I got all of, cause I love those movies. I love Pierce Brosnan and I love those movies and golden eye was so good on kaleidoscape like really good these are all in uhd 4k uh they don't have hdr but they're dts 5.1 i think even the discs yeah the uhd with dts 5.1 and super super discreet surround sound effects or sound effects i should say it's textbook like 90s movies where they love doing the pans but their pans back then were like go from the left channel and jump it to the right channel so everything's hyper obvious and it is so much fun i just had and i mean the corny lines and i'm like these aren't even real like action movies they're more like action comedies right i mean the one-liners and they even you almost want there's times where you want him to look at the camera because you know, these one liners are coming and it's like, he even right. pauses for that effect. But the, the scenes in this movie, and then I, you saw the one I put in the base is awesome too, yeah. but you saw the one that I put in. I'm like a tank chase scene with the yeah. tank drifting. Right. <laughs> it's like, cause he's chasing him down the highway, down the road. Right. And his head sticking out the top and he's driving it. Like he's driving the, you know, an alpha. And he's like, <laughs> he goes around the corner and the yeah. back end kicks out of the tank and he's like drifts it around the corner. And I'm like, I don't think tanks move like that. <laughs> right. There's another scene when he peel like the tank peels out. Cause you know, they have that kind of torque. Right. Cause they, that's what they, they do, get yeah. going. It's like, but he, he had to get it going quick and they showed, they got a close up of the tank treads and they show the tank peeling out really? a tank tread. Yeah. It's so funny. I haven't seen these in a while, but, oh, but the explosions, the gunshots, everything, the discreet sounds. And I put the final note I put is like, this is like a definition of discreet versus ambient. Right. Because right. like a lot of times in movies, we'll we'll talk about sounds that are like like the scene you were talking about with um with the fires going, the smoldering. Right. Those are like you can hear them and they're all around you, but it's ambience. Right. It's just. A, yeah. And you can hear it all. Around. Discreet is like a shout from one direction. You know exactly where it is. And that's what this golden eye is. I haven't gone through the rest of them, but that's right. what these all felt like. It's like everything is very discreet. and it's super fun just so much well, it's fun. like that like the voices in the tunnel from c like yeah. you know the yeah. same thing you know yeah that's it, it was but it, a lot of fun so if you don't have i mean i love those movies i love pierce brosnan yeah. but those 90s movies and that sound it was just yeah, i don't have that i've got that the out. the daniel craig collection on 4k i don't have any of the other ones yet yeah um yeah the but. daniel craigs are like those are like real they felt more like movies, like real well, movies. The they is, don't they have got, that same campy humor. To, yeah, towards the end of the Roger Moore era, all the way up through Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Bond got a little campy, yeah. got a little 
silly, goofy fun. And then the Daniel Craig movies came in, and it was almost like, hey, we're going to bring it back and they to are, reality. They're a reimagining of Bond anyways, because they're right. a five-movie arc that take place kind of There's never been there. an arc before, right? Right. Yeah. And so, and they kind of went back to the Sean Connery roots a little bit, you yeah. know, um, and made it a little bit more serious. But Bond got kind of fun and silly, right? You know, throughout even the, 80s the Conneries, and 90s. by comparison, are a little campy just because of the the time because period, right? Sixty right? seventies, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but these are super campy, like right. it, it, you know. It, so, um, but yeah, so that was. That was that. That was a lot of fun. And last but not least, show title. Uh, yeah. We have uh, Werewolf by Night. Right. Uh, it's only like an hour and 20 minutes, I think. Hour Is it even 15? that long? I thought it was like 50 minutes. I didn't even think it was. No, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. 50, 54 minutes. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. And it's not even and that by long. The time you put the, the credits. Yeah, with the credits and stuff. Um, yeah, you're like right. 48 minutes. It's a short story. That's what and it that, is. It's a special edition short story, and it is supposed to be part of the MCU. It, it is. It's, we don't know it's how Halloween yet. Special. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, Halloween special. a Halloween special. And um, awesome! I absolutely. Yeah, I don't have loved any it. notes. Yeah, for this, but um, okay. Um, I just felt like so. This is it's 4K HDR with Atmos. Yeah, and I felt like you get all of that but you get it in a way that makes you appreciate like when you go and watch like Lord of the Rings or you go right. where you see this one here, they used all of that, all of the power 4k HDR to give you that 1930s feel. Yeah. You had like scenes where it looked like the film was burning, you know, burning. It, it, looked, like and... a, it looked like a universal monsters. It, it had that feel. It was filmed that way. Right. You know, where it was like one of those old, universal horror movies horror movies and they had the like the little burns in the corners the like yeah. the imperfections on the on the film and everything and it was like right. it, the, the crackling way the crackling and, yeah. and everything it was so good and i heard people online on on twitter saying like the cigarette burns and i was like from what i understood is like when those burned it was because of the light going through it, if you had anything on that film, like a piece of dust, if it was big enough, yeah, it would burn. It would yeah. burn, and that's yeah. what it was. And like, if you ever see it melt, it means that something was so big it literally catches fire and it melts the film because the film that solenoid or whatever they call it, whatever it's called, it it'll just melt and then it falls apart. Right. And that's what was so. And they showed it, and they even showed it properly. Like it started small and went. Pfft, and then it went away. Yeah, there was a the, couple of instances yeah. where that happened. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. And but then you also had the full the depth of, of field too. You are getting the advantage of 4K HDR in this black and white. And it it you know, so you had nice detail in the shadows, lots of shadows, great contrast. But then again, they were adding in that extra layer of making it feel like film. And it was right. And that to me was like half the fun. Yeah. Right. And it's like, um, I actually, you, I think you and I texted about this, but I wanted to grab those. I wanted to start watching those movies, all the old 1930s movies yeah. on the Kaleidoscape. I just haven't had a chance yet, but this, this, we had talked about it before this, this makes me want to do it even more. Yeah. Me too. Right. Me too. To the point where I just picked them up. So yeah. You, uh, yeah. And it's yeah. like, I have them. I just haven't had a chance to watch them. And I'm like, but you know what's funny? 
those aren't going to be as good because well, they're no, going to they be cleaned because, up. They won't right. have those imperfections that made right. it feel fun. And it, it, yeah, it was just a really lot of fun. Um, let's get into the story a little, just a little bit. Spoiler free. I yeah, really, I um, really enjoyed it. I, I liked it. I thought it was a little thin in that, like there was, again, no one going to spoil anything, but like, He's werewolf by night from jump. Like, you know, there's no origin here. Like, we don't know. It's a short story. Yeah, it's yeah, just, so it's, it's a, a one-off, a one-night so kind of story. Felt like there was a, wasn't a lot of character development and things that happened. Um, but it was fun. Like, it was super fun. I loved, uh, it, no spoilers, because it was in the, the trailers, I guess. But I loved Man-Thing. Loved seeing Man-Thing mm-hmm. in the MCU. He was great. Um, it, um, I, yeah, I don't know if we're going to see these characters again. Like, I feel like Elsa Bloodstone, she plays a role. Like mm-hmm. we could see her in the Ghost Rider movie maybe, or Blade. So yeah. like there's potential for this I to was, connect. I, I thought we were going to um, get something like that at the end. Yeah. Um, I actually was waiting for an end credit scene. There isn't to, one. No, yeah, there isn't one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I felt like, I don't know a little wanting, <laughs> you know, well, it is 54 story. minutes and yeah, I, I, I almost thing. feel it's, like it's that's its movie. purpose. Yeah. I think yeah. that's its purpose. Like it yeah, leaves you tease. wanting. And right. then these characters are, are, are potentially going to show up in other parts of the MCU. And right. I think that's, what's fun. It's, this is almost like a 54 minute trailer for something right. else to come. And, right. And I like that. That's, that's a fun yeah. thing to do because I'm like, you know, not everything has to have the full story given to you. Here you go. Try this out. Right. And it's like, all right. And that's what's great about these streaming services like Disney Plus and HBO. They can do these fun things and then integrate these actors or these stories into their bigger projects. And it right. keeps us engaged. I if, Are they going to have more of this? Are they going to have more like like Dracula feature or a Frankenstein feature or something else and incorporate that into the MCU? Um, right. How does this work? out? I don't know. But I, I yeah. thought it was fun. Tons of it fun. Was. Tons of yeah, fun. Yeah, like I said, it was fun. I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I liked it a lot. Like I said, I just, I felt wanting, I guess. Yeah. And that's not a bad, I guess that's not a bad thing, right? Like, if you want more, right. leave them wanting more, right? Like, right. If you want more, but. That was kind of um, like Morbius. Only yeah. that was a, supposed to be a full feature, but everybody's like, that movie stunk. I needed more. Well, if it stunk, why did you want more? <laughs> right. Why do you want more of it? <laughs> right. This, you know. this steak is horrible. Uh, Give me more. Yeah. Give me more. <laughs> Um, so but yeah i liked the actors i liked elsa you know i liked uh yeah um i don't know even the name of werewolf by night jack something wasn't it i don't even remember yeah uh, I, but i mean yeah. i liked i liked the characters you know i said i liked man thing hopefully we'll see him again and uh yeah yeah i love i love story had heart you you yeah. got you got some feels in there yeah. it was really good so really enjoyed that um but yeah so that that's our that's our main topic this week. Yeah. And I think it is deserving though, because it, I, yeah, I think it was, a lot like of people said, aren't talking good. about it, especially in a home theater perspective, but home right. theater wise on the big screen, sitting in your theaters, yeah, it watching awesome. this, it did. It was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Little feel of a drive-in even a little bit there. It did. Yeah. yeah so. And I even like, again, the makeup of werewolf by night was like, yeah. Cheney esque, you know, yes. I mean, it was, when he Not first opening scene, yes, like from Underworld or something, where you know you have these fully transformed and they leaned into wolves. it. Yeah, they even said like, "Oh, makeup." 
a yeah. nice touch or something like that, right? right? Cuz you're not sure is this part of like the movie or is that nope, no, he's wearing makeup. Like right. in the in the character the character the, yeah. is wearing makeup, not like they're putting yeah. makeup to make up a character. No, yeah, you know he, what I mean? yeah, I don't he know literally is a normal person putting there, on but... makeup in the movie. Right. So yeah. it was it was like I said, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So Steve Steve and I will talk about this or have talked yeah, about I know this he earlier. He wasn't as crazy, so I'm interested to yeah, hear I that. Don't, don't know why, because yeah, I haven't heard his conversation yet either. Right. But me neither. So Yeah. And but I know I saw his tweets about it. And, yeah. So, but I think he liked the theater part of it. Here's as well. future listener. They already know what Steve and I talked exactly. about. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and future me does too. But right, um, future me does. Hopefully, future. But like me I said, does. I think he liked the theater part of it as well. Um, right. I think he had some story issues also. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see what he had to say. Yes. And the listeners are going. We know. Right. <laughs> We've already heard it. <laughs> <sighs> we're looking forward to stuff the listeners already know. Huh. I know. Boy, are we backwards. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, yep. For the people not in the green room, this has been a fight tooth and nail to get this show completed. It's been tough. We're <laughs> three and a half hours in. I mean, I know the show won't be that long, no. but we've been at this for a while. Today, we've been so. 241. Rec- we've recorded 241. So we right. got a lot of green room in there because of what happened. Uh, you're in most of it. Yeah, and like I said, we had our own conversation before we our started. Our own fun, so. yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, thank you to everybody for watching. Thank you for everybody listening. If you're still watching, still, you've been through the show. We're at, you've listened to us talk for a couple hours. Steve George jumped in, and we listened to us talk for that. You're still listening now. If you haven't hit subscribe, why? <laughs> Please. Right. What are you waiting for? <laughs> now I don't feel bad begging. I mean, it's yes. been three hours, people. Hit the Please subscribe do it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> either, what do you hate watching for three hours? Come on. Right. So hit the subscribe button. Uh, and if you want to be on the show and participate, or if you want to participate in the green room, all you got to do, come on the show. Yep. Sound easy? It is. It is actually easy. very easy. Yep. <laughs> very easy. All the listeners are talking. Everybody that's come on has been like, I can't believe how easy it was. And now right. it's like, we don't even talk about that enough anymore to say that it is easy. Because uh, if anybody's on the fence, super easy. A lot of fun. We just hang out and talk home theater. And uh, as everybody knows, I, I can, I'll keep it going. Don't worry about it. Right. And if you stumble, <laughs> trust yeah. me, as my dad will tell you. Um <laughs> Yeah, so you can come on the show, get in the green room. You can be a Patreon Patreon member, get in the green room, or a $10 box of popcorn, lifetime membership to the green room, participate, get the shows early, you get behind-the-scenes stuff early, and all the great conversations that everybody's having in there. Great time, and uh, more things to come. We're working on some other things for the green room as well. Uh, so having a lot of fun over there, having a lot of fun yeah. here. Thank you, everybody. Uh, John, what do they got to do? Go push play. That's right. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.